at that first distillery, right? I tried a white, a normal brown. Then Sounds like had... me at college. Then they had... <laughs> that was good. What should I... What was that? What was that? What was that? Do you remember what it was? Uh, What's wrong? What's wrong with it? You're not getting even a chuckle out of me. No, me. come on! <laughs> and then it was a 12, the 14, and then the cream liqueur. Sounds like Wander Franco. My son is a rare form. My son is a rare form. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. What's up, everybody? This is episode 191 of the Saratobi Sports Podcast coming Woo. to you live from beautiful Baldwin, New York, here at Regrown Recording Studios. Bring you in, as always, your lovable host, Just Talking Traffic, just on his damn phone, just in transition, but most importantly, just a friend, JT. What is up, everybody? Facts. And to my right, a man that needs some introduction. The Guyanese god himself. Dijon Mustard Celine Dijon. And chat DPT. John Mooch, everybody. Hey, we back from crop over. Shit was lit. Now now it's back to regular life. Except for we got Beyonce this weekend. So one more. One oh, more. fact. You seen, oh, you seen Beyonce this weekend? Yeah, bro. I'm going to Miami tomorrow. Oh, nigga, you're up. God damn. Look at this man. This man was in a newspaper. He's going to see Beyonce. Bro, for real. Like, yo, Johnny, you doing it up. You having a great summer, bro. Trying, man. Trying. Yeah, no, for real. You're not trying. You're doing. Right. Fuck trying right. and not doing. He's out here. Real so. life. I'm all, trying to get like. I'm all try- summer 16. I'm trying to get like you. <laughs> what, did we just meet up at a cookout or something? <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen me in a year? It feels like uh, it. Man. Every week you're gone from the pod, John. Welcome back. Good to be back. <laughs> right. And to my far right... A man that needs no introduction. He walks with the cane not because he has to, but because he needs to. The reformed bishop and the reformed deacon, Mr. Worldwide West. Praying for you all. How y'all doing? Always praying for y'all. You know what I'm saying? Y'all always in my prayers. Praying for uh, their immortal souls. Yes. Always. May peace be with you and with your spirit. (laughs) And to my far, far right, so far right, he is in the other room. The Saratobi sound man himself, the great gabagool, Greg Postovich. The voice from beyond the great beyond. Matt Barber, everybody. Bonjour. Why do you say Postovich? I was always under the impression it was Postovich. That's very disrespectful, John. Why would I be calling Matt a bitch? You're not. It's Greg Postovich. No, it's Greg Postovich. Okay. I don't know. Matt, what have you what have you thought I've it's always, been this whole I know you've said bitch, but I thought when I I thought when I created the nickname. Thank you. So you thought I when mean, I created I the nickname, mean, I'm not, it was pasta bitch. Now Justin, now Justin, I don't want to have to do this again, but I'm gonna have to. Now, yes, it was pasta bitch because you know the TikTok reference to pasta bitch. Mm. Um yes. Oh, okay. Hey, yeah. you do it so much, like it just, you know. Yeah, I I, I feel you. Yeah. I was I was so going to let you I, right I was going to let you live, but John just didn't I mean if it's possible. He couldn't help hold it in. I've been holding it in for months. Yikes. And finally, he was just ready to explode. And I just thought now was the right. Maybe the you know the liquor activated something that was like you know what? Let's question this today. I can't wait till we get that. That was crazy, bud. <laughs> hey, look, man. I'm look. I will now going forward be saying pasta bitch. This cool. is this, will, this. I will be making a mental note. So now every time I introduce Matt, I will be adding pasta bitch 
It's all right, bro. Listen, don't 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 hesitate when you no. say bitch. Like you just gotta <laughs> say it like two bitch. <laughs> gotta say this shit. Say bro. it with your and, chest. And I looked at her and I said, bitch. <laughs> oh. That's it. Fuck it. You gotta you gotta just do. You gotta just say what you gotta say. Ain't no holes in here. Fuck it. Like they gonna do what they gonna do. Cancel us on Twitter. Yeah, I'm gonna cancel us on listening. Twitter. What? Cause I said, bitch. There's, there's, there's so much worse. Smells shit. like bitch in here. Oh, damn, I have a whole button about that. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Woo! I'm about to say, yeah. Every not, now, every <laughs> every time, everybody say bitch in this it hitting that button. <laughs> Smells like bitch. You, we're just gonna cut up that little 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 clip. Take bitch. out the first part. <laughs> you say bitch like Sheck West. <laughs> you going? You going? <laughs> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> bitch like Shaq West is crazy. Nah, that's uh, that that's insane. He yeah. thinks it's insane. Oh boy, I'm not lying though. You're not. You're not. You're not. You're not. Uh, you know who is lying though? Yeah, <laughs> Daryl Morey. <laughs> I'm glad we were on the same page. That was what great. Did, what did I Spice say? <laughs> that boy's a liar. <laughs> that boy's a. All right, so this man James Harden is out here putting on a masterclass of just being the most toxic nigga possible in off seasons. I mean, you thought the Rocket situation was bad, and you, thought the, the, you thought the Nets situation <laughs> was bad. You thought getting fat for the Nets was bad, bro. My man literally looks at the fat suit like it's the Batman signal. <laughs> like he, he looks like a, like Mr. Incredible looking at the suit. Uh, not, you remember I'm in Spider Man you know. Two? No, Spider Man Three when he was changing when he kept using the black suit, mm -hmm. and then he finally at the end put on his regular Spider Man suit, and it was like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> bro, that's literally him with this. Like, this is insane. Like, I don't know if he's really gonna put the fat suit on, but like. I think he's just going to be the most toxic human being possible. Well, so, I mean, my thing is, is that if I'm Daryl Morey and I seen that shit, like, even though I ended, or supposedly ended trade talks, I'm trading that nigga. Like, what good is James Harden doing for the six, six locker room? Bro, they're sending him to the gulag. No, I'm for real. You, for bro, real. Does he does, he doesn't have a no trade clause, nope. right? I only hope one person in the league does. Respectfully, only Bradley Bill. Right. Fair enough. I hope that I hope they send this Nick. Where, where's the worst place in the league right now? So they were saying there's only mm. like three places that could actually afford to pay him what he would want, and like two of those teams are lottery teams. One of them being the Spurs. So like his options aren't very. I mean that's not a terrible great option right now. <laughs> and no. you and you figure right, this is all. Remember in the background, we still have the whole Damian Lillard saga that's going around. Bro, that like, fucking trade that I sent, that like four team trade, might actually. Because I was like, why the fuck would James Harden end up in Portland? But I mean, based over now, I mean, I mean if I, if I, but it's crazy though. Wasn't Daryl Morey his man's though? Bro, literally best friends. So like really, because I that's that was his they man's. They are like this, like before, well, like, like, like like before the whole China shit and all of that. Like they were, they was good. Money. Even when he came to the Philly, he picked like they have a picture of him on the private plane. It's Daryl Morey, James Harden, and Daryl Morey's wife, literally on the tarmac, like all buddy buddy. So he that's put out a, whole, a full page ad. I, of the I was Rockets wondering thing. that. I was literally sitting here going. Huh, I wonder what it's going to be of being reunited with James Harden because of the whole, like, somewhat messy exit from Houston for Daryl Morey. So I was just confused on the situation in general. Morey like, was the one that wanted to get Harden initially from the Rockets because, remember, Morey left the Rockets to go to the Sixers. Yeah. He was the one that was pushing hard to, to, get, get, the, to get Harden. But niggas didn't want to come up off of, uh, what do you call it? I think at the time, niggas didn't want to come up off of uh, Ben Simmons, the yeah. Rockets. And funny enough, Ben Simmons ended up getting traded for James Harden, reunited mm -hmm. with Daryl Morey, but now, uh, like, in the span of a year, 
that whole relationship is going down the tubes. And like, it's crazy because he reiterated, he was like, Daryl Morey is a liar. I repeat, <laughs> in case you didn't hear me in the back, Daryl Morey's a liar. Mind you, he do this at like a at like a camp with like kids and shit. Like, yeah, bro. What do you like? In China, he's in China. In China, right? yeah. I'm I'm like, he's like his tour. I'm not gonna lie. Who did it better, James Harden or Kanye? <laughs> Yo, for real though, Daryl Morey is a liar. George Bush does not care <laughs> yeah. about black people. I think Kanye. Nah, Kanye, bro. nah son. Kanye. Nah, but I would say the level of confusion from the people around them might be the same. Though. This was pre-social media era, though. This is before there was controversy no. on TV. There so was that's not really... what I'm saying. I'm saying like them kids <laughs> at that camp were probably like, "Who the fuck is Daryl Morey?" <laughs> like the way Mike Myers looked at Kanye, like, "Wait, hold on, wait, bro, <laughs> what do you, you mean?" Be like, "That's not the line, bro. That's not the line." <laughs> My son, Chris Tucker was just like, he came. Right. He... No, that no cutting to Chris Tucker in the middle of the. Of the uh, of the broadcast was crazy because my son just wasn't ready. Exactly. I don't think anybody was ready. He said, "He said, wait, Kanye said what?" It's what uh, it's this whole thing is just interesting and like it's uh, somebody I saw someone made. I think it was like Nikias on uh Twitter. He made a good point. It was like, or maybe it's his pod. It was like, yeah, like this, all this antics and shenanigans that, that James Harden has done over the past like two and a half, three years is gonna take away from the basketball player mm-hmm. that is James Harden, which is no doubt a first ballot Hall of Famer. And he's had a first ballot Hall of Fame career, you know, outside of like winning a ring. But like a lot of people were only going to remember him for being getting fat and running himself out of Houston, the whole net situation, forcing a trade, and now this to whatever team he goes to. And even if like he, he goes to a new team and he's a stellar player and everything like that, these are three huge black marks on his, you know, record. In my opinion. In my personal opinion, I feel like based off of the antics that James and y'all niggas know I fuck with Harden, bro. Based off the antics that this nigga has done, like off the court, like in terms of requesting trades from Houston, from um Brooklyn. from New York, mm-hmm. bro, like he's playing his way out the hall, bro. And I feel like this is a, this is the thing. Like it's gonna be hard to keep him out because of I feel like he's way more qualified as a first ballot than a lot of people are second, third, fourth. Fifth, whatever. But you've never seen a player to this capacity have the mindset of James Harden where it's just like, yo, like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave when I feel like leaving. Like mm-hmm. when have we ever seen a a, a, a basketball player play like that? You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's that- crazy Tom because like all right, you know what? When he was on the Rockets, all right, I get it. That was one thing because we ain't see that in OK in OKC, right? You know, OKC chose to pay. Uh, I forgot someone else instead of him. Right. It was like, but then Harden gets to Harden. Harden gets to Brooklyn. Does the oh, same. Oh, Serge Ibaka. Sorry. Yeah. Harden. Harden goes to, to 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 Brooklyn. Does the same thing. Harden gets to Philly. Does the same thing. At what point do we say enough is enough? Yeah. That's and you know question. what? I it is very Kanye esque. I know we made yeah. the George Bush thing, but it is very Kanye. No, for real. Like for real. We're just gonna start coming at everyone around us type shit. Then it, then it, because then it, then you get to the whole like, oh, James Harden wasn't that good a basketball player. It's like, no, he nah, was. He's he just kind of a dickhead. The same thing with people saying like, oh yeah, Kanye wasn't that great. It's like, no, nah, no, nah. Kanye was great. It's just he's kind of being a dickhead right he now. Went off the deep end. What I will say though, Miles, I think it'd be different if this was the MLB. I think you'd have a, a point with the whole like all these shenanigans will maybe keep out the hall because the MLB Hall of Fame is very very strict buddy system and like yo if the writers don't fuck with you you will not get in as we see with a lot of players mm-hmm. the NBA they let everybody in and there's no way that especially as long as Adam Silver is the commissioner and things like that there's no way that 
James Harden won't be in the Hall of Fame. You know, just because of like, you know, like he's. But he's definitely setting a bad precedent. He's having a bad, but he is arguably a top ten player of our generation. No, like, no, no, it's not arguable. Like, that that is, that is absolutely yeah. facts, bro. But like, so, how you? But my thing is right. One thing about the Hall of Fame that I feel like was is always underrated, and that's across MLB, NFL, and NBA, is mm. that your character and your persona as a player has a big effect of if you get in or if you don't get in. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like James Harden as a player. Absolutely. Like, I think he got all the qualifications. But in terms of the character, I don't know. I don't know. Like, because we talk about with the NBA, everybody does get in, right? Mm. Usually because a lot of the times, like, these guys aren't, like, unfriendly with the media. These guys aren't controversial with the media. You know what I'm saying? And that's why we see a lot of these guys get in. But at the same time, we're hard and I feel like him doing what he's doing now, I feel like it's hurting him more than it's helping him. I think more people looking at him in a negative light than they are in a positive. I agree, but at the same time, I don't think the NBA has a, a anything to stand on in the case for not putting him in the hall because they still, like, they still promote fucking Carl Malone. That is true. They're they shameless. Still, yeah, they. They are so shameless with that shit. Hall of Famer's birthday and all of that shit. So, like, to me... John Stockton, exactly. very anti-vax when the league has been very pro-vax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, to me, it's like you can't sit here and go, all right, James Harden, we're, we're going to either keep him out or, like, from a league standpoint of publicly disregard his legacy or whatever it may be, mm. when fucking Carmelo had that kid before he got into the hall. We knew about that shit before he got into the hall. So, like... Like the whole I, Michael Jordan gambling it would thing. Be kinda crazy. Like, yeah, exactly. So I, I think that I definitely get what you're saying in the sense of like to a logical person, it feels like you're doing a lot of shit that's cutting your legacy and what JT, like what you're saying about just being like, okay, this is sort of where we're going and the fact of yeah, no one's gonna like it's you're gonna remember be remember for the last thing that you did, like the recency bias to it and the last thing you did is just causing an uproar. NBA gotta chill. I mean, I know it's the nice myth hall of fame. So it's they, like yeah, it's, it's the, bas- they, it's the they, basketball it's, it's, it's hall of fame. It's the basketball hall of fame, yeah. right? So it's like really anybody that was in that was influential to the game of basketball. You got high, you got high school coaches in the hall, right? Like it's just it's just it's a celebration of basketball, the sport. So yeah, like, nah. and I feel like I, like everybody always gets it messed up because like high school people being there, uh, college coaches and players being there because there's some really pe- accomplished college basketball players and coaches, mm-hmm. women's players obviously are in there, people from overseas. Or over there because they're very accomplished over there, right? Exactly. If a nigga if a nigga wins like eighteen Euro League championships, he's gonna be in the basketball hall of fame. Like Yeah, but see, like I, I just feel like out of all and it's crazy because basketball is a global sport. Yes. So I understand mm-hmm. why you let why you let people from overseas in, why you let women in, why you let coaches in high school, all levels, mm-hmm. right? But shit like soccer, like I don't even know. First off, I don't know if there there is a soccer hall of fame. But if there was a soccer hall of fame, of I would think I would think that maybe like one or two people getting in. Getting I would in assume it's like maybe a Euro, maybe. like, like yeah, a I Euro mean, something right. hall of fame. I just feel like I I, I if there's a soccer hall of so- fame, I'll soccer like is so worldwide that it's baseball like baseball is another sport where it's like that. Baseball is not one or two. It's not more than one or two well, people getting because it's get, the Major League Baseball Hall right. of Fame. That's why it's it's a very right. it's a league specific hall of fame versus a sport specific yes. hall of fame. Yeah. That's true. So I think that's, that's the, true. That's the, that's the difference. But yeah, NBA need to stop letting it. And unless they want to just come out with an NBA Hall of Fame, put the shit in New York City. Why not? <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Why not? It's a good idea. It's a yeah, good man. idea. It's a great idea. 
You should you should you should pitch uh, Eric Adams about it. I mean, listen, 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 (laughs) Eric Adams was just emboldening black people. Eric Adams was just emboldening a couple weeks ago during um what's called July Fourth. Oh, he was he was in your city. You let him leave. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I told him to get back to the city. He he invited you. I said, nigga, what you doing outside the city? He asked you. He asked you permission to come in. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all think y'all think uh, James Harden really got beef with him? With Eric Adams? Well, no, with Daryl Moore. With Eric Adams? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. No, you like, said with him. You said so with him, so I'm like, to, we're talking about Eric last, Adams. That was the last thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, I didn't know. When you say him with, with Daryl Moore, I mean, I feel like Harden just doing whatever you can to get traded. Do you think it's real or do you think no, he's just I don't, I know this reminds me of. I don't think it's real. I don't think it's real. You think he's going to. It'll be a I think Harden 10 is, years after you retire again, and, be like, and he'll be sitting on a couch with sunglasses like, I was James just playing Harden, the game, bro. <laughs> James, I just had to do what I had for to the, do. For the third time in his career, he's forcing his way out, and that's what he's doing. That's what he's doing. You know what this reminds me of? Low-key. Stick with me here. But I don't know if, like, you heard the commentary, like, what he said outside of, like, Daryl Morey's a liar. Yeah. He said, I will never play for a team that has Daryl Morey, like, on it, right? It feels very reminiscent to me of the KD trade request. Remember from the other summer where it was, yo, I'll stay as long as you fire Steve Nash and Sean Marks. Tight beat. So, like, is it a case of does James want to leave the Sixers? Or is it a case of he wants to stay on the Sixers, he just doesn't want Daryl Morey to be a part nah, of it because he feels disrespected by I whatever think, contract negotiations are going I on. think that he wants to leave. Like actually wants to leave. I don't think that it has to do with Daryl Morey. I mean, I think that's a good comparison with with KD with KD and um and uh Steve Nash. But the only difference is, is that like Daryl Morey is kind of established, and he was cool with, with James Harden like prior to this shit. Steve Nash get hired as a as a head coach. Me, John, or you couldn't have predicted that. Nope, nobody at all. Out of out of out of left field. Right. But that's why I'm confused because it's like, all right, what what would his beef be with Philly? Right. He's mad cool with with Joel Embiid. He's mad cool with P.J. Tucker, like they're boys, right? The city loves him outside of like you know his you know his bad games in the playoffs, but the city has embraced him. Like I've been there, you've been be down there too. Like they love James Harden down there, right? Like you saw in in Abbott Elementary, right? The the, the scene where uh, yeah, when they had it, the James it, it, was just yep. the beard. Like they like him down there, so I don't see a reason why he would want to leave Philly. I really do. Like that's why I said like you know walk with me. I think it's a case of. He's forcing his hand of, hey, Philly, and ownership, it's either Daryl Morey or me. And Daryl Morey only got there a couple of seasons they, ago. Same like, with like, him. Like, they, their times are almost you, identical. It's almost, Literally. and I, I just feel like this is a sports thing in general. Like, you're almost guaranteed to get rid of a player, no matter how good he is, mm. quicker than you are your general manager. Usually, always. Yes. I think the chopping block goes head coach, player, then GM. Like you really gotta be on some bullshit as a GM to because the idea to get is canned. like as a GM you can almost always just go like it's like you always get like three to four years right mm. and and especially in those first two years it's like well I have to redo the decisions made before me it's like a it's like a college basketball coach I got to get my recruits mm-hmm. in there pretty yeah. much and it, it's literally like that's why they always say it's stupid to hire a, like if you're gonna hire a GM it's dumb and a coach like it's dumb to do the coach first mm-hmm. you want to hire GM so they can create in their vision mm-hmm. um, because at that point they can like it's the same thing where we see like draft picks you get a new GM and then the GM's like I would have never drafted this motherfucker I'm gonna trade him yep like higher draft picks type shit so I I agree it's like the GMs always get a bigger grace period than any other position like even if you are like outside of like. A superstar in their prime, maybe. 
like complete like I'm talking about like top five mm. in their prime. Like other than that, it's just easy. Yeah. Like, Star get traded all the time. Look, we saw Diamond Mitchell get traded. Delmar, you a fraud. I'm just kidding. Oh gosh. I'm not I'm I'm not serious. But that's that. like this whole thing is interesting. You know, it's and like going back to the GM situation, it's like like Look, Daryl Morey got a pedigree, like not a championship pedigree, but we know he's been a part of winning teams like that Houston era with him and D'Antoni. Like that was D'Antoni bum ass. But even still, like, they, but they were that was a top three seed for how many years in the West, right? Before James Harden never came through in the playoffs. Yeah, this is true. Great regular season. Great regular season. Multiple MVPs. So like, you know, level play. Yeah, I'm just saying. But and I and I think that team that lost to Golden State, I thought that was a very well constructed team. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Paul didn't get hurt. If Chris Paul didn't get hurt, it's a if different Chris story. Paul, if Chris Paul didn't get hurt, they was winning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, really but was that's, that's look. Injury, and James Harden would have a ring. Injuries, injuries happen, right? Like, I, I look, I know full well. You know, that's Harden, hamstring, Kyrie, ankle. Like, mm-hmm. injuries part of the game. The, that was the Chris Paul, Clint Capella, mm-hmm. PJ Tucker, Trevor Ariza, PJ, Jesus Christ. Um, what's his, um, Josh Smith, Corey Brewer. No, that was. Josh Smith wasn't on that team. Huh. He was, the, I think he was like the year, the year before, before when they before came back baseball. against, uh, yeah, because CP3 was on the uh, Clippers team that blew the 3 1 lead. That mm-hmm. was real life, the only team that had a shot, bro. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was real life, the only like, Houston Rock, team Rock that had Harden a shot. Was, give, was giving he, oh, uh, Golden State the business, like, he all was, the no, time. No, he he literally was. It was just that game seven where yeah. they just couldn't oh, hit a three. for 27. That, that, was, that was terrible, that game seven. Yeah. And it's crazy how everybody remembers that over oh, 27 shit. Like, because it's, it's historic. Like, how do you not hit a three? The team that the team that literally was built off of, yo, it's threes or layups and was l- shooting the lights out from every, the only other team on pace with them was the Golden State Warriors that year. And they just can't show up with threes? Like, it's insane. Unheard of. Like, Trevor Ariza himself, was 0 of 12, I remember. Like, it was insane. Um, at what point do you stop shooting? At what? Shoot or shoot. Yeah, but. <laughs> Dan Tony. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you're also without your best facilitator, though. Oh, of course. You know, like. But I, again, I think, if you're if you're an MVP candidate, it's your time to take over the fucking game. You can say the same thing about Book, but he did it. Exactly. That's why I say this. I'm saying, <laughs> like, here. You're, this, this is, this, we're saying this, the same thing. This, yeah, we're, exactly. That's, I'm just saying. Mm. But Book's not an MVP candidate. Yes. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that you know what I'm saying they didn't have Chris. They didn't have Chris Paul. I mean, like you know, like, sometimes it's hard like, to like, when you like take game, out a like floor game, general. It's hard. Like, so. game, like game seven, like especially game seven, like you used to play with something. It's hard year. Yeah, but again, you go, again, you go, again, you go if from you go from playing with something the entire year yeah. to not playing with it. You're, you're, I understand, it's, okay, but it's but, one game. No, that, bro. And we no, literally bro. talk. No, no and bro. We, no, because we no, talk about bro. superstars in the playoffs no, going, this player can win a game themselves. No, bro. It's not just about that, though. Because, yes, like, I've seen Book win games by himself. I've literally seen Book win games by himself. But, yo, sometimes you just need that extra... And also, you can't you, yourself that, 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 but also that, you gotta that, that, but, but the thing about it is like, we could say that if James Harden played his ass off and, and they lost. Also, if James I, Harden played granted, their ass off and they lost, listen, he yes, did everything in his enough. power. And I give right? you that. It's the same and reason that, why, why we go that. LeBron should have won that finals MVP yep. where they lost. Yep. Right? James Harden didn't do that. Yep. He ain't show up. And that's and that's and you know, for as much as you talk about James Harden playoff moment, I feel like had he done his thing in that game, I feel like we talk about James Harden in a completely different light. I agree. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree, but he didn't. Yeah, and still has not. 
Coulda, woulda, shoulda. He had a playoff moment this year. What the second round? In the four, when yeah. he had forty. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. was his playoff moment at the tail end of his had prime. Game, had a bunch of lows in that, that in that, that playoffs. That was too. game one, bro. That was game one that he did that. So it's like now, all right. The whole hard like Harden obviously wanted to go to Clippers. I don't know how that's shaping up right now. Like, what do you like? That is he, do you think he comes into so training camp? Funny, bro. Do you think he comes into training camp with the Sixers, or no. he's still sitting now? You know what it also reminds me he of? Got, he got enough money, bro. It kind of reminds me of the Ben Simmons situation. Because remember when Ben came and they was and he was gonna sit out, then they were like they kept finding him, so he finally came to practice and was just in practice with his sweats on, phone in his pocket, and then it was so bad that Doc Rivers had to kick him out. Yeah, like, do you I think mean, it's gonna get to that point? I mean, but that's the thing, though. James Harden. I mean, not well, not James Harden, but Ben Simmons at the time. I think that's right when he got his extension. James Harden already got money, bro. I, I'm pretty sure that he could not report for an entire season and he'll be fine. I mean, yeah, he's already, like, like he made like, a, made a ton of money already. Like for real, like he averaged what 50 m's a year. He's he'll be fine, bro. Like if I'm the Sixers, I'm trading that nigga tomorrow. I'm trading that nigga tonight. Like, cause what are you waiting on? He just said he don't want to play. Y'all seen what happened with the Nets? Y'all seen what happened with the Rockets? Yep. You can't go into this. You cannot you go into the season with this. Go into the season with James Harden on your roster. Absolutely if you do, not. it's a fucking failure. Absolutely yep. not. But it it comes back to like the. Are they selling him for chips? Or are they still trying to get some value? You can still get value. I agree. For you can, but it's tough to get value immediately after. Like, well, but I think the thing is, is it enough value to compete gonna, for a chip? Well, that's is the, a, is that's the problem. The thing though is that. Philly is, here's a, they're in a weird I think, space. I think the best idea is that fucking four team I, trade. If we're talking about every team gets value, <laughs> every team got value in that shit. They're in a weird place because they are not. They're right on the cusp of being a contender. Sure, but they're not there. You know what I'm saying? It's like they, they they're MVP in that candidate. It's like Celtics and Bucks is my one two. Right, the Sixers are in that next tier. They don't have what it takes. Obviously, they have an MVP can- uh, caliber guy in Joel mm-hmm. Embiid. They don't have that next guy because it's not James Harden at this point in time. They don't have that next star where it's like, all right, you can see them as a championship contender mm-hmm. to be in the finals, right? If you trade James Harden, they'll probably still be a playoff team. Like, let's say you trade him for like, like Norman Powell, a few other, like maybe Robert Covington, a few other guys, right? And like a draft pick. If you're lucky, you'll still be so a playoff team. You'll funny, be a four bro. or five seed, easy in the East. Mm-hmm. But you will not be a championship contender. And how many more years do you have with Joel Embiid, right? Because we all know big men, their knees. Joel Embiid and Dirk. Their knees aren't that what they used to be. And how long can you keep Joel Embiid satisfied? Because Joel Embiid, as much as he trolls. Nigga, he just took Philly out his bio. Like, Let's he, keep it a stack. There's he a lot ju- of, he yeah. just took it out his bio, There's bro. a lot of truth to like all the trolling, quote unquote, that Joel Embiid does. And he has said he wants to win a ring in his NBA you know, time. Whether it be with the Sixers or, or whether elsewhere. or not. Mm-hmm. So elsewhere. now you have to appease your superstar in the face of your franchise, right, to get something back. Obviously, his co-star doesn't isn't unhappy. He didn't play well in the playoffs to begin with. Now he wants to leave. You have to try and appease your superstar. It's a very it's a very rock and a hard place for the Sixers, and it's almost like a damned if you do, damned if you don't type situation. They're too good to blow it up. And they're, but they're not good enough where you could probably find value where we all right we trade Harden and we could still be good enough to make a, uh, a and, championship. Yeah, run. and I also I mean, and I think at that point you then you look around and you go what other disgruntled stars around the league? The only one that we know of right now is Dame. Dame has an idea of where he wants to go and it's not Philly, right? Um, and you sit here and then you go, would like the Sixers even offer enough to get Dame? 
That's another question, which I but don't think. But for Harden, though. But for Harden. Nah, because if I'm, if I'm Portland, I'm looking at it like, that's not a fair return. Like, no. Harden and maybe, like, a like few, Harden ma- don't even want to come here. Three. Why, why would I Why would I send Harden here when he don't want to be here? Three years ago, Dame Harden. All right, that's yeah. a 1-1 one, one swap. But the, now, the thing about no, it, too, is, bro. like, even now, if, you, if you're going to trade Harden, right, and yeah. for Portland to do it, it has to be the— So the reason why, like, obviously I keep saying it, but, like, the reason why that 14 tape work is because you get Jaime, and you get picks, and you get all that shit, yes. right? The Sixers don't have enough to just give Harden and expect Portland to be like, yeah, this, this works out. The like, problem, they don't even though, have enough fucking picks unless Harden's coming with Tyrese. The, they would, the ask, they, they would ask, ask way the too much. The exactly. problem is, yeah. whichever right? player you're trading, they want to win now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so if you're not trading to, them to a roster where they're going to win now... It, it, Which exactly. is weird and because Portland he, is nowhere near and neither, contention. And honestly, if we sit here, we go, and neither is Philly. And we know that in the sense of, we go, if they don't get another star, then Joel Embiid will sit here and be like, then how am I supposed to do this shit by myself? I cannot. I tried doing that shit by myself. And that collection of role players, if he goes to the Clippers, which... The reason why I think it's hilarious is because you see the tweets are like, y'all motherfuckers still waiting for a healthy Clippers being the best team in the NBA. Yeah, then you train James Harden there, so the healthy Clippers will never exist. And it, it just keeps going into that road of just swear like, to God. Y'all trade, what is y'all, it, right? Y'all trade James like, Harden to the Clippers, bro. I swear. Yeah. Niggas going to get every bum-ass role player back. Y'all not. Yeah, yo, and, it's, J- it's, and Joel Embiid is going to be like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this. Like, I've done had all the role players. Bro, that's, like, you're going to try and convince me Tyreek Maxey is a superstar? What are we doing? That's the thing, bro. James Harden didn't know how to win when he was with OKC in 2012. And if he didn't know how to win then, I I, I just feel like it's difficult for, for, for me to put Harden in a position to win now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, yeah, I don't think I think he, he hasn't proven it. He hasn't he has when is not he though? has not proven it. No, no, no. He just signed a player since after this year, he's a free agent. Okay, because I was gonna say it in. the only way I see James Harden actually being a contender is being a free agent and going somewhere where he'll choose less money. And, and having to play a lesser role. No funny yeah. shit. Like, honestly, it is crazy because he's done it before. At the beginning of his career, granted, like, he's way better now than he was at the beginning mm-hmm. of his career, but he might have to do that but too. that's what you I'm know? saying. Like, the fact that he has, what, the albatross of a contract in the sense of, like, he's still getting paid a lot of money for a player who doesn't play a lot of games um, and hasn't been producing at the level that he was when he signed that contract. So you sit here and you go, if you really want to do these things, if you really want to be this can on a contender and do whatever that's going to require you to be a free agent and take a big ass pay cut are you going to do that i don't fucking know and i feel like that's why we sit here and we go remember all that talk about james harden going to houston and we go yeah he's probably the only star who would sit here and actually go to houston again because if you're doing that you know you're not going to houston to compete so i don't think he's going to compete like i don't know but james harden might also be appealed like he might be appealed by stuff like that who knows yeah, it's uh, Daryl Morey probably does. Yeah, it's it's it, it's a it's a weird situation, and uh, it just leads to the you know NBA is a soap. Should be the first NBA player going to Saudi Arabia. That's crazy. Heard that here first. That's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, NBA is a soap opera, but what else is new? Um, Speaking know. of soap opera, um, the Blind Side was fake. That, that happened is- this week. <laughs> that My nigga, weird. hold that on. So weird. I feel like, like of all the sports news that broke on Monday, and it was a lot. A that, lot. It was a lot that <laughs> happened on Monday. I seen that shit in the middle of all the other shit that was sure. going on. I was like, damn, son. <laughs> like, yo, Sandra really got an Oscar for nothing. Shook. Speaking of Sandra. They need to stop coming to my sis like it was her fault the story was Bro, she, no. she played the woman with Ryle. I don't, no. what, what are you supposed to what is That's she, it. Yeah. They're like, That's oh, it. she had to give up her Oscar. Yeah. Why? That's it. <laughs> the gave, dude who played Michael listen, Orr is like, why would that be her fault? Like, listen, 
they they gave Michael Orr a script too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like real, real shit. Yeah. Yep. Real shit. Like at the end of the day, bro. At the end of the day, this shit just means it was a fictional story, not a non-fictional story. Hey, listen. <laughs> like that's what it was. Like, just like the rest of it's a Disney movie. The Blind Side is officially a Disney movie. <laughs> Pack it up. You know what I'm saying? If y'all want to animate it, please do it. It's going to be like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Did you guys read the full article? Because like yes, I read the bro. whole and that shit was bro, like, it's oh. sad, bro. And I remember it's hearing sad, this. bro. It's I very remember sad, hearing this bro. um when he was playing, where Michael Orb was like, Yeah, I didn't like the movie because it made me like it made it seem like I was dumb. He was like, I'm not an idiot. Like they really made it seem like I was like like it was like they, they made it seem like I was just this kid who like didn't know how to speak and was bad in all my classes and all of these things. And everybody else was like, "Okay, Michael." No, literally. <laughs> and he was he was talking about it, and like in the article, he's like, "Yeah, no." Nah, like, and then you go into when you find out all the deeper stuff because when it happened, one, bro, I was at foul, work. I, I sent the message to you foul. guys. It's fucking foul, I was bro. On the, I think I called Leanna or someone a little bit after, and I was like, "Wow, this whole thing was fake." Because I was doing check-ins, and it's just like, bro, to be signed. To like that um, conservatorship, whatever it is, mm. the same shit that Britney Spears. That's was what on. I was saying. Like it was the Britney Spears, yeah. Shit, right? Yeah. And and telling him it's the same as a job shit. and just the fact that he was like, I'm focused on my NFL career. I'm not looking into this till later. But he said like, bro, in the draft process and other things because of the movie. Mm. Well, I mean not the draft process, but like, um, when he was a free agent stuff, other teams were reluctant because they were like, oh, weren't you an idiot? Like he was like teams were treating me differently because they had this idea from the movie, and he's like I he said he had to come to terms with it because he knew that it still did good for people, mm. but he just didn't like he was like damn it's that shit kind of it's an inspirational story but it's like damn it's yeah. kind of not true pretty much, <laughs> but like the one of the wildest things obviously like if you guys didn't know basically they took all his rights away and if he was a part of the member of the family he would have control over his own image and his own story and they were basically like having control over that so he's saying that. When they made the blind side, they split the profits four ways between the parents and the parents' actual, like, children. And he didn't get a single cut. And up, bro. crazy. And when up. you read, like, go into the story, he was like, yeah, first of all, someone who worked at the school found him. He was already playing football. And that's how he got to that school. Mm-hmm. And then at that school, um, when he, he started playing well and getting offers, like, he was still kind of homeless. but So he would stay, similar to how Jimmy Butler, before he found, like, his fa- his family, would stay at other people's houses and teammates' houses. He would do that. And when the offers started coming in and he was getting notoriety, then that family was like, oh, you could just stay here longer and longer, and now we'll take you in. It's a dirty game. Yeah, and then the day after, they're like, oh, this is terrible. He's trying to smear our name, da-da-da. And it's just like, damn, bro. Hey, listen, I'll tell you what. Not the best thing that white people ever done. Not the worst thing either. <laughs> that is certainly Just, a take. I, I'm not. That, that's, certainly a, that's certainly a take, but it's certainly true. It is. It's certainly true. You know what is You're true? Not wrong. <laughs> I say <laughs> shit. You know what is true? That the best team, sports team in New York, is New York Liberty. That is a fact. Ladies and gentlemen, and New York Liberty are your 2023 season Commissioner Cup champions. Cup Let's go, champions! New York Liberty in the house. Raise the torches. Raise the torches. Got my uh, Benazir Laney jersey on in hey, the studio listen, right now. I was there last Friday when y'all beat the sky. Mm-hmm. Yo, shout out to y'all. Shout out Stewie. Shout out Nanescu. Yo, bro. John Quill Jones, Commissioner's Cup MVP, double double. Come on. Bro, Come Kayla on. Thornton with some huge threes, Marine Johansson. And also, first of all, Miles, tell me 
uh, Courtney Vandersloot, not a not, not not a floor general for like that. Yo, like, she really is. That's one of the best floor in NBA, WNBA. That's in one Vin- of the best. In, in Vandersloot, been with the Liberty, like been no, been no, there, bro. No, this is her second year. No, no, this is her first year. Oh, Wait, Sloot was with the. What's she been? I believe she was with the Sky for a lot, uh, majority of her. Courtney Vandersloot. Sloot, yeah. This is her first year at the Liberty. Really? Yes, sir. I thought she been with been here. Nope. Well. Time set. <laughs> they said, just in case Miles is wrong. Um, <laughs> it's just easier cuts. <laughs> but I thought she been. Oh well, you probably know better than me. But I mean, real nope, shit. First listen, year. I'm looking forward to the East, the West Aces versus Liberty uh, oh, yeah. finals, bro. It's, it's gonna be. It's gonna be a battle. That's that's a seven game series that I'd be very very hyped to uh like for to watch. real like Ionescu and and Stuyo on the same team is like that's like that WNBA equivalent of Kobe and Shaq yeah. I'm sorry like but you know how crazy it is like that's that's really what it feels like the crazy thing is right Stewie former MVP John Quo Jones won the MVP last year yep uh Sabrina Ionescu one of he's top top 15 top 10 in the league right now all right those three, that's a super team, right? And I was saying, like, yo, this is, like, one of the most balanced super teams I've ever seen in basketball, mm-hmm. right? Like, you have your three stars, but you have a bunch of shooting around them. The Warriors? Yeah, yeah literally. KD Warriors? A bunch of defense around. I mean, Stewie really is KD, not for nothing. WNBA. Nah, nah, she's so, t- bro. Stewie is so tough, bro. Like, it's it's insane. Like, I've Stewie watched her. KD, I'm like, bro. yo, that's why I like it's it. It's always been like that, bro. It's oh, been like since that. UConn. Like, it's been, oh, no, since, no, since, uh, since, uh, high school. Since yeah. yeah, O-Signing, yeah. bro. Since <laughs> O-Signing, it's been like nasty. that, bro. Like, I swear to God. Like, that's why I'm like, yo, I watch, like, the shit she does, and I always laugh at people that, like, talk down on the WNBA because I'm like, yo, as someone that hoops, bro, bro the shit she does, not doing that. Bro, bro, the shit she does is just like, you can't do that. Like, I need to find the O'Signing versus Baldwin 2012 highlights, bro, so y'all can see Brianna Stewart doing early work. Is it O'Signing so, or Austinning? Whatever you want to call it. Palestra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whatever you want to call it, but Stewie was working, bro. For like, real. Like, I, she's really been... Like, it's crazy seeing her at all three levels. Like, I've seen her, like, in person mm. on high school, college, and now in the in the pros. Bro, yeah. she's she's but, KD, bro. Nah, she, she's really, like, she's something special. John Quell had a rough start to the year. She's basically looking like her MVP self right now. Just double-doubles every single night. Um, Sabrina, obviously, just raining threes left and right. The hope is they just win like the Warriors did, because the last thing you want is like when you see a team like this, it's like almost set up for an upset. Oh yeah, but that's the thing is, it's a it's a collision course with the Aces, and don't get me wrong, the Aces themselves are a super team. They're just more so, I guess more a more organic super mm. team because you know they you drafted. have Asia and you have Kelsey, Jackie Young. Like there's a lot more players that were like drafted by mm. that team and things like that, or have been there for a while. But that's an elite team. Like they blow out everybody. By like 15, 16. If you talk about spread parlay respecters and spread respecters, the aces are up there. If mm-hmm. an, if the aces have a minus 15 and a half spread, hammer it. Like they are so last Sunday or two Sundays ago, when the Liberty dog walked the Aces in Brooklyn by like 30, their next three games, they won by no less than 20 points. Three straight the games, aces. aces, 20-point blowouts every single game. Like it's they are set up. It's like, I don't know what. what what do we had in the NBA that's kind of like this? Because I don't even think like the Warriors and LeBron Cavs like that. Because it was just it was just it was always Warriors versus Braun. The best not I can Warriors think is like with the um, like maybe Heat Spurs. 
Where yeah. we just kept seeing Heat Spurs, like when we kept seeing Lakers Celtics. And like you knew, all right, they're gonna be in mm. they're gonna be there. Yeah. I feel like it's like if it was baseball, it would be like if the Yankees and Dodgers mm-hmm. now would have made. It's like okay, it makes Not sense. Now. Not now, but I'm just saying like that was that's one of the a saddest, few years ago, bro. That's one of the saddest John yes. was right things. That's okay. me talking about the Yankee season. It's okay, but it's okay. We got the Liberty. Liberty. Liberty gonna give us a and chip, then, and right? The, the the Jets football season coming up soon. I, look, look. I said this right now. Hey, how crazy of a parlay is this? New York Liberty, WNBA champs, Jets Super Bowl champs. That's very that crazy. parlay. I don't know. Hey, I hey, feel like putting hey. Jets Jets anything on. on the, yeah, you come couldn't on, even bro. do like AFC. You could. I'd actually just, do. I, I do. I, I do. Division champs. I have division. Y'all are only two time division champs in our history. I feel like winner. yo, y'all being the divisional champion has got to be plus three hundred. I put the Jets in a division champ parlay. What Jets, Jets, Jags, um, Jets, Jags, Eagles, and um, Saints. Jets, Man. Jags, Eagles. I don't know because who else is what? What else is in the what else is in the NFC South? Panthers, Panthers are going to be bad. No, I don't think so. They're not going to be good. I, I don't think the Panthers are going to be bad. They have bro. no offensive line. They have no weapons. They got no offensive line. They got um. They got Thielen. They got Miles Sanders. Nope. They got ain't gonna they be, signed ain't, a and they just got Bryce Young, bro. Ain't going to be. I watched that preseason. That boy is going to be running for his life bro. all season. It's early. It's uh, okay, bro. Y'all going to be top five defense in the league. Bro, we didn't play any Jets starters. Bro, plus we didn't play no starters. Way. Y'all don't know about the start? No. Bro, our our depth is crazy. Have you not watched? Like, I know you've been watching Hard Knocks. Our depth is so crazy. Bro. This is, bro. Like, our linebackers that we're in are second string. That's how good these niggas are. Bro. Look, I just don't trust. I don't trust the Panthers. And especially, And you trust Frank Wright? Like yeah, that, my thing. first year. I don't trust the AFC South. I mean, NFC South. I, NFC South. I'll I, don't, tr- I will. I, I don't put, trust I'll the Buccaneers. More, I'll put much you trust Baker Mayfield? No, I don't. Okay, that's trust, what I said. You, you you trust Derek Carr more than them? Yes, I do. Okay, it's right. like asking. It's that, like I ain't gonna what, lie. That's crazy. It's it's it's, it's shit. It's it's turd you, sandwich versus giant and, douche. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> that, like, and you you trust Desmond Desmond Ritter. Nope, that's why I'm saying I don't. The Hawks. Desmond Ritter's not going to do nothing this year. Falcons not doing nothing this year. Bucks not doing nothing this year. The Falcons are going to be a tough out. The the, the Panthers, They're going to be a competitive team. I think the NFC South is going to be a lot more competitive than what we give them credit for NFC South might be what it was last year. It'll be a team that makes the playoffs with eight or nine wins. That's fair. And uh, and and Derek Carr's going to probably be the niggas. Look, and they got Michael Thomas back, right? They got a (sighs) Saints got a decent defense. Slant boy? Slant boy, yes. Slant boy. Derek Carr wasn't throwing slants to Devontae. You're bugging, talking about some slam. <laughs> Derek Carr wasn't throwing no slants to Devontae. Look, Cam Jordan getting like t- 14 and a half sacks this year, so I don't care. Wow. I yep, heard it here first. <laughs> Career year. But either way, I think that's a pretty decent. That's that's pretty decent. Cause I have, oh, I have Chiefs. Maybe I didn't put the Saints. Maybe I just did uh maybe I just did uh Oh, but Chiefs, by the way, but, uh Jets division winner. Um, it's a good odds. Plus, uh, it was two fifty. Yeah, it's good odds. Plus two fifty. Who's the favorite? Bills. Bills. Yeah. yeah. And what's, then what's the, what's, the, what's, the, what's the favorite though? What's the difference? In the I think they were like that, plus. That when I saw it, it and was the they Liberty were plus winning is plus two ten. Oh, oh hell yeah! So it was like plus nine eighty five. Honestly, that's not a bad. Ma, that's not you. That's not a bad. That's not a bad parlay. WNBA got, champs I, and then Jets division winner. I didn't say that was a good I, nigga, I said that's what I would do, bro. I said I'll do division winner before that. I have the Jets winner. Anything else? Squad ride. Jets division winners. Jets division winners <laughs> and Liberty and plus, Liberty plus, squad, plus Saratoga squad ride. Yes. Plus what? Yes. 
Throw 50 on it. What is it? Imagine we get super boost. Bro. <laughs> Listen, I got DraftKings. That's 492. Hey. 492. That's, that's studio fees for a at while. least a while. A while. Hey, man. Yeah. Hey. Okay. That's plus 250 and plus 210. Just Liberty, respectively. I don't know, man. That's Jets winning the division. Total. So Jets winning the the division and the Liberty winning what the the, the championship the championship oh, plus nine eighty five. It's a whole lot of money in this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it. I feel like I'm gonna definitely put a hundred on that. <laughs> the calm stack. Especially, a calm stack. Ooh. Especially since the Yankees just got swept. Damn, so, I yeah. said, damn, you're a money man. I wish I was like you, right? I don't got I don't got like, bread like you. El Guapo I, over here. Bro, everything Wait, I put money no. on, NFL. <laughs> Sorry. You're crazy. Wrong, wrong word, damn it. <laughs> everything I put money on. I've just been betting on mostly UFC and shit during mm. the summer. Like so football season coming up. Should have took that uh the Ravens continuing the preseason streak. <laughs> but Oh uh, yeah. Uh, can't wait to bet the those uh Odell uh overs. It's gonna be great. Bro. You know it's crazy. I almost bet the spread for that game, and they y'all only y'all only one by one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God, just, I honestly, just, just take their straight money line. It doesn't matter Bro, how they do it; they just win. The fact that we <laughs> that it's still continuing, and like after JK, we don't play anyone in the preseason is crazy. I should have took a jet spread. Oh man, that was easy money. Twenty-seven to zero, bludgeoning. I bet mm-hmm. you the one time that I bet on the Ravens money line in the preseason, they gonna lose. They I was gonna lose. be the jinx. Bro, though. The streak started in 2016, so they were saying it's funny because Josh Johnson played in the first game of the streak, and then he played in this most recent game. <laughs> so then the streak's over now. No. It's got to be ending. Why? I mean, it's the end of Josh Johnson starts it, Josh Johnson finishes it. That was I mean, Josh Johnson, Josh Johnson didn't even play it. on Rasta? No, he, well, now he is. He just signed this, this summer as the third quarterback for the summer. Watch our bet and y'all niggas fuck up. If y'all fuck up, John, I'll fuck you up next time you get to the studio, bro. I ain't you to bet. <laughs> I, well, you still get fucked up. Like, it, it, like what you doing? You getting fucked up. You! I'm like, what do you say fuck me for? <laughs> what do you say fuck me for? Because I said fuck you, bitch. Fuck out of here. That's probably how Daryl Morey woke up on Monday morning. <laughs> Nigga, I ain't mad at him. <laughs> Literally not mad at that man. That man woke up to mash rays. Imagine, imagine you woke up to some random ass person. Well, you know, actually, not even some random ass person. Imagine you woke up to me on ESPN. Yeah, Justin, he's a liar, bro. He's a liar, bro. But the thing is, you're saying it to, like, children. Right. <laughs> right. Like, imagine you woke up to that. Like, how hurt would you be? I'd be confused as hell. <laughs> you know, I'm still rubbing gr- grit out of my eyes. Like, the fuck you, wait, what, what are you talking about? What are you saying? The time people? zone difference and everything. Like, Yo, fact. It's crazy. Oh, boy. But that's, that's all we got for uh, sports. Yeah, man. You know, so... I think it's now time for uh, our anime portion of the show. Little uh, Weeb Weekly. Mm-hmm. Little Weeb Weekly uh, is back. Weeb Weekly. Yes, it's uh, back with a couple episodes until we catch up. Uh, we're doing Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2. Yeah. So we already know there's some episodes out right now, so we're going to do like two at a time until we catch up over week to week on that. So this week we did episodes one and two. Um, definitely like slight refresher. Like I'm... If you guys don't know, I, I read a good amount of JJK, so like I, I'm reluctant to say Ooh, things because no, John I'm, reads. He I'm reluctant to say things because I don't want to spoil shit for y'all. But I'm also like, damn, I might need a little refresher, uh, with like names and shit like that too. But um, you know, shit started with a flashback, um, and now we're seeing young Gojo and we're seeing Ghetto when he was still a student when they were still boys. Crazy. Um, 
if y'all just started watching season two of JDK, I recommend y'all watch the movie versus rewatching last season based off of what we're seeing right now. Yeah, because the movie is also a flashback. Yeah. Um, but I mean, one, it's just cool to see like, you know, it's always cool to see these players, these characters in the young, including the other. I think her name is Mei Mei, the teacher with the blue hair who has a braid mm-hmm. current day and stuff like that. It was all about the money. Um, seeing the principal before he was the principal, you know, when he's disciplining the boys and when stuff he, like when that. When he's just a teacher type shit. Yeah, where they're like, they know yeah. he's going to become the next one. That's a black um, man, right? I mean, he got the black man haircut, so like, you got to be, right? I would assume so. Right. Because this is also before they started getting black haircuts in Japan. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but like, we definitely get some good, uh, some good world building here. I think one of the biggest things though with these two episodes is like, the personality difference between present day Gojo and past Gojo, like the goofiness is still there. The like lack of responsibility is still there, mm-hmm. but young Gojo was a cocky asshole. Yes. Like he is full on like, yeah, I'm, you know, he knows I'm, he's better than you. And yeah. He's going to tell you about it. Pretty much. <laughs> like for real. Hey, he's like, I don't even see the reason. He was like, why we got to put up a veil anyway? Like, what the fuck are these weak people going to do about it? Oh, no, they're going to freak out. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> and Ghetto is like, bro, like the whole point, like they shouldn't call survival the fittest. It's survival the weakest because at the end of the day, the weakest got to join together. The strongest will be fine. Yeah. And he was like, but that's what we're here for. Like, we're jujitsu sorcerers to help these people who can't help themselves. Like use your strength for good sort of thing and Gojo's like I mean I guess I think the best part of these first couple episodes that we see is that like yo Ghetto like from what we've seen in season one because we all did season one for ABC mm-hmm. um he was a villain you know so now we're seeing Go, uh, um, Ghetto as his classmate and it's crazy because like I feel like Ghetto is a little bit more like I don't want to say studious, but it seems like he's a little bit more dedicated to like his he's more responsible. Yes, he he's definitely the more sure. responsible one than Gojo. Mm-hmm. Like at this point in time, so yeah. definitely like wasn't expecting that off the rip. Definitely interesting to see that contrast. Um, and then we get, uh, I think I don't remember exactly in season one, but I feel like uh, te- the te- Tenson was also a thing with it, or Tengen. Sorry, Tengen was also a thing with it. Um, but you know they get explained about what the Tengen is and it's like basically someone who has the cursed uh like jujutsu immortality and um they go yeah it's immortality but it's not like you know like perpetually young Mm. so over time they're like you know they have to get a new body before the curse brings into a higher being and essentially the power that the Tengen has is the backbone for the like jujutsu sorcerer world essentially right they were like that power allows for veils and allows for barriers at schools and allows for everything so they can't allow it to become elevated to where they can't control it anymore so he just knows so but essentially every 500 years someone has to be a sacrifice so it's just an interesting thing going to this flashback of just going well we have this girl who now knows she's going to be the sacrifice but also understands like it doesn't seem she's fighting it she's like well this is my duty and she's like well at the end of the day like as much as I'm becoming the body for him, like I'm also going to be a part of it too. So like usually when you see sacrifices, I feel like are people that are raised for a sacrifice, they're usually down on themselves or they're very much of like, well, you know, it is what it is. Like I, I, I kind of hate that I have this burden or whatever it is. I didn't choose this. And she's sort of like, well, I'm going to become part of a being that lives forever. You know? I would compare that to the Jinchuriki and Naruto, mm-hmm. the ones that like weren't, 
the eight or nine tails, but everybody else. The ones. Well, I mean, to be fair, it was essentially everyone but the eight didn't choose that shit. Right. And the ones that didn't choose it were the ones who were like, I, this is a burden that I have to carry. And she's sort of like, no, nah, like I'm sort of honored to do it in a way, you know? Um, but it was just cool. Like, you know, typical map of shit. Animation was pretty. Obviously, there were some moments, but I don't know if it was the animation or just us watching it on a legal site type shit. But, um, you know, fight scenes look good. Everything's crisp. We see Gojo flex. But this is, as we know, this is Gojo before he, he uh, perfects his uh, powers and shit when he tries to use red and he was like well that shit didn't work and just punched homie in the face but you know he's still very much of i'm the strongest i'm the best at all this shit you yep. know so it's very interesting and also yeah. we get uh fushi girl's father um is introduced here so debbie dad this should be happening that'll probably play up a little bit more later he's mm. a gambler though i feel like that might come into play later I think it has to do more with the luck. Mm. Where it's like, even when it looked like he was going to win and he thinks his luck turned around, oh, yeah. he still lost. <laughs> the boat spun out. Mm -hmm. Damn, niggas really got a whole like countdown clock on old girl. Like, yo, y'all got 48 hours. Get this shit done. Mm -hmm. 250,000. I mean, you guys were following what was going on with that, though, right? In terms of like what the clock was for? Yeah, it was, uh, well, actually, no, nah, what was the clock for? Well, um, that organization, so there's two organizations that want to kill the girl. Yes. Right. Um, the other one, the, you have Q, which is the organized one. And then they have the sorcerers, whatever, who look at Tengen as a religious entity. Yes. And that they're, they're the ones like, that don't have like sorcerers. Yeah, but they got like money. That. Yeah. So they're paying him to go take out the girl. And he's like, well, he's like, I know I can't just square up with Gojo one-on-one right now. So I, he put that out. So he put the hit out. He's he like, he put the hit out. So he, so he's he sending tire, fodder. So he could tire out. Yep. Gojo. He's sending fodder. Yeah. He wants to tire him out and just distract him and let his guard down. Mm. So I thought that was like, it's very interesting where it's like, they are, they call him the sorcerer killer. Like, and, and it's just like, yo, they're like, you not? like, why aren't you doing anything yet? And he's like, trust the process, bro. Trust the process. <laughs> like, relax. I mean, it's like, yo, like, speedboat, speedboating. This is my steez right now. Just let, <laughs> Yo, me cook. Just let me cook. So I'm betting on the races, but um, yeah. I mean, I think it's a. It's always nice. It's definitely. I feel like more of a change of pace considering it's like I had this conversation this weekend about how normally when you watch anime, you'll know you gotta wait till like episode three or five to know if you're really gonna like the show. Mm. You get to episode five, then you know if you really wanna watch it or not. But like, obviously, this is the season two, but this shit started off hot. Very good. Like, started off with action right away and everything. So. Little uh, little little uh, wandering through the maze. Mm -hmm. Got a nice like little flashback to Chainsaw Man yeah. with that one yep. uh, episode with them in the hotel. Mm -hmm. Definitely was a chain. I told y'all niggas, man. That definitely gave me like reminiscence of that. Like mm -hmm. when they couldn't find their way out, but they just found their way out a lot faster. You know what I really like about this show? It the uh, I well, I guess it might I guess it's a map of thing. Um, but I didn't really see it in uh, Hell's Paradise. The way they like change the animation of characters to make them look kind of goofy. Oh, that's like, just the anime thing with facial yeah. expressions. Ah. I love that shit though. That's like, why I no, don't even think like when us, they look like kind of like cartoony. Yeah, like, right. That's why. Yeah, I, no, uh, right. That's yeah. why I feel like most of the time live action anime isn't like I don't like the idea of it mm. because a big part of anime is having reactions that humans can't recreate. Mm. Yeah, and part of those reactions include when their eyes go white. Art and style it changes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like that's yeah. That, that that's a huge part of it their know? arms are all wiggly like jellyfish mm -hmm. and like yeah. ah, that's funny exactly because yeah. you already know what other anime we've seen that is so. 
you go. Matt, how are you feeling? I know, uh, you know, this is, if you guys don't know, um, Matt doesn't watch a ton of anime, so his foray into anime is this, and he also hasn't seen season one. So we're going to have him watch a recap video at some point to uh, get a little bit more background. But what are, you, what are your thoughts and feelings so far with these two episodes? This hasn't been as difficult to grasp as... Mm -hmm. Um, Revengers? Avengers. Mm. Or Revengers, rather. Um, I feel like I have a pretty good understanding of what's going on. Mm -hmm. And this plot feels pretty fresh in terms of, like, how it's connected to the previous season. So it's, like, I feel like it kind of, it's, like, a new story anyway. Mm -hmm. But um, I like it. I like the soundtrack, especially. That's something I noticed, which is pretty cool. It's got this, like, funky jazz Yo, fusion yeah. stuff going on. JJK has awesome. good music. It has, in there. it has one of the classic... Uh, all time uh, closing, closing credits. Yeah, yeah, that the closing credits are really interesting. It's funny because like uh, the site that we're watching it on skips the intro for the most part, but like a Matt, big thing is like a lot of times the intro will be like super upbeat and like action packed and all that, and the closing credits are like mad depressed and like slow and sad and stuff like that. But uh, JJK season one, they had uh, that was when Ruben banger. was talking about it. Yeah, it wasn't a banger to where like the style that they did the credits, a lot of people uh, were copying it for other shows. But then at the same time, like, I think something happened where the song, like, they, they didn't get their samples cleared or whatever they did. So you couldn't find it on any streaming service for a while. Uh, but, like, people love that shit. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's really, it, it's interesting so far. I mean, I, I don't know if I have any questions, really. I feel like I'm, I'm following right. it Yeah, well. I, I think from watching the second season, like, if this was my first time watching it, the difference between watching the first season is that you got all of these new characters trying to figure out. Of course, in the second season, you have like, you have Gojo, you have Ghetto, you're trying to figure it out. But I think it paints a clearer picture for you than when the series first started. Yes. Like if the, like yes. if the series started here versus if it started in last season, I think I would have a better understanding of it now mm -hmm. than I would of then. Yeah, and because I you're think, still trying to figure out like what's going on with Ichigo and all the uh, and all the niggas get, type shit. You know what I'm saying? I think that's fair. Um, I think also like like you're saying, it, it is a good. It's a, a little bit of a smoother hit. Where mm -hmm. at the same time, like for example, like Matt feels good about following along, um, and like for us, like most of these characters aren't new. They're just younger versions of characters that we know already. So yeah. it's like a little bit of both. Of if you're still new to it, it goes, oh, okay, this is still kind of cool. I can enjoy this for what it is right now, even if I don't have a ton of background. And then for us, we're like, cool, we're learning something new with a bunch of characters that we didn't know a ton about before, but they were just sort of introduced a little bit. So I think that's pretty cool with it um, so far. It's also low-key helpful how they, like, over-explain the techniques and powers mm -hmm. and stuff. Yes. Even though it's, like, part of the whole shtick, it also helps me understand better what's going on. It's like you're supposed to get it, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, I think they did a good job setting that up, Matt, because uh, in Season 1, they talk about that whenever a sorcerer explains their power, it makes it stronger. Oh, okay. So it's like a double-edged sword in that, oh, now this person knows what my power is, but now that I said it, it's stronger. Right, right, So it's okay. like, uh, but that's a good point of just like, that's a nice little fail-safe, like a, a little, or it's almost power of the pen of going, now you never have to worry about this shit, like of trying I, to figure shit out. I did appreciate that when Gojo, when uh, Gota was, uh, Gojo, sorry, mm -hmm. uh, when he was talking to the paper bag nigga, and he was like, oh yeah. The Browns fan? Browns fan, basically, yeah. It's like, this is what I do. This is how my power works. Mm -hmm. And it's this, this, and this. I'm like, oh, that's how that yeah, works. Yeah, definitely a nice refresher. But then it was mad funny. He was like, oh, yeah, and this is the reverse. Mm -hmm. Ah, shit. Punch. <laughs> I was like, damn, I really thought I was going to have it this I time. I thought I was him. <laughs> nah, my favorite shit so far was uh, 
when the old dude was fighting ghetto and he was like oh yeah like this experience i got this motherfucker he may be young but he don't want to scrap he don't want he don't got hands he don't want no close combat and nah the whole thing on about god, who don't want no close <laughs> he was like on god i'm pussy the whole shit about his life flashing before his eyes bro where he was like oh my god my dog and he had a sad story where he was like my parents put all their money and time into my brother because they thought it was weird i could see spirits mm. and then he goes so the dog was the only person that cared about me he's like wow it must be 50 years since i've seen you he's like wait a minute and then it's just him getting washed absolutely crazy. hilarious my man's getting the gen the the genjutsu ran on him and then actually getting fucked up in real life bro muscle over out here like Huh. It's over. I remember being in a fight. Why am I saying my memories? Oh, I'm at the I'm at death's door. <laughs> I'm at death's door. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> While he's getting beat up. Oh, you want a close combat, huh? No, 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 no. Put your <laughs> hands up. Fight back. Fight back. They gave him the tenso treatment. Facts, bro. Oh man, man. Muslim got washed. I'll tell y'all what though, man. Y'all following us on JJK? Yo, next week we gonna cover episodes three and four. And this shit is lit. Yeah, man. Uh, we're we're going to try and catch up uh, as quickly as we can to get back to those week-to-week things. And honestly, I'm so happy because, like, it's so hard to avoid spoilers for this shit, bro. So hard. Real life. But It's uh, only, only going to get harder, so. Facts. Now that we wrap that up, it is time for our OG anime segment, Anime Book Club. If you guys do not know, we are watching Jobless Reincarnation Season 1. I know Season 2 is out right now. We're not there yet. Uh, and we did Episodes 13, 14, and 15 this week. So, um... I just overall like this show's pacing is so interesting and like different when you, say, when you say interesting like it's it's different than most of the shows that we've either watched on the show or in general duh but what is it though like how do you feel about it um I strangely don't mind it I mind it which normally I would mind it but like the only show that I sat here that I feel like had slower pacing that I didn't mind was uh two year eternity um, which maybe we'll do at some point actually to finish it. Um, but like it has those times where like everything's super slow, but then all of a sudden it'll pick up for an episode or two mm-hmm. and like mad shit will get done. But like the reason why I don't mind it is because they've done so much world building. And I like world building. There was a lot of world building. A lot of world building. There was a lot of world building in these three episodes. The last six episodes have been a lot of world no, building. No, oh my God, JT, you already know. Last three episodes, I was like, yo, I hope these three episodes get better. Nope. Literally oh at the God. end of episode 15. No, we 15, got better these, these At the end of episode 15, I put, I put it to slow burn. And I'm like. Yeah, thank you. As I have a lot of questions. One of us sees it. I have a lot of like questions about where essentially season two can go and whatnot. But uh, episode 13, Misconnections. Um. You know, we, we follow Roxy for a bit while they're in the same city. With Black Fang, Paul's old crew. Here we go. Yeah. It's so crazy that Roxy sees the the superb nigga, Rui, Rui Heard. Rui Heard with the like little like green fro. Mm-hmm. Like 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 slight green fro. No, like, he didn't have a green fro. He was, he was bald. He was bald oh, wait, at that time. I got a bald oh, head. Oh, wait, wait, that was one. At he that got, point. Yeah, that yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's, yeah. I really like episode 13 because it was now shown from the viewpoint of Roxy mm-hmm. yeah. because that episode was episode 12 or 11 you're seeing like oh shit that's Roxy in the background mm-hmm. but you don't know what she's doing now that's how episode. Eris got her one hit yep and this is how uh, now we see what the hell Roxy's doing so she spying so now that what I liked is like they heard of 
uh, mm-hmm. dead, dead end. end. It's like, yeah, yo, yeah, these yeah. niggas is kind of tough. Like, we shouldn't be mess. We're looking for Paul's family. We can't mess with this no, dead they end. They said group. that they're not that crazy, but they said it might be a super. And they're like, if it is a super, we gotta stay yeah. our distance, stay our distance. But yeah, nah. This first of all, first off, first, first. I know I've been saying first off a lot. That's what I do. <laughs> this Elenice bitch, she outside, she freak, she nasty. Bro, gal. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie, yo. Homeworld coming back to that to with, with, with eight niggas in the room like bro. that, like that, like that's cool. Five, I ain't gonna. Lie, I ain't gonna lie. Like yo, that's all tough. of them niggas deserve all the pause. Ice schools, like all of them shits, like all the ice schools that niggas got, like the hotel room, all but that. She's she. Bro. She with it. She get. She was she like, was they offered bro, here. She's like, that, that bro, she's must be stopped. They were running that, a that, train. No, bro, really. Yeah, bro. They was bro. They, real life. Like she was like more. Bro, more, when they pulled more. up to the guild, more, she was like, more, yo, more. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to fuck, bro. There's like Drewski shit, bro. Smas, <laughs> smas, like, Listen, yo, bro. I can't hate on her because she's she's not trying to hide anything. She's not trying to act. Oh, no, like she's confident. She is not trying to act like anything. I, she is not. She's I, just out here like she is I'm leading to, the parade at the slut walk, bro. I, she's out here trying to get dick. I, 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 I ain't mad at her. I, I, I can't hate on a thought. Yeah. She a thought. She was for real thought. She, she threw her whole foot into it. Like yo, if I she went full force, don't half thought. No, she's a full thought. She said, "Yo, listen." She even asked homegirl, "Yo, you want to get in this?" To me, it's funny because nah, like, actually nuts. She was like, <laughs> she was like, dead. She really asked her like, "Yo." We you, even saw it even in the. She uh, was like, "Oh, I didn't expect you to be back. Did you want to join?" In the opening <laughs> credits, which I've been now watching because because yeah. the opening credits, opening credits she goes nope. she goes into the alleyway. Yes, and she's that's how, like, yo, yo, she's like a courtesan, bro. That's how she gathers information. She's like, like oh, do you want me to just sleep with people and get gather information? I'll like, look for other people. Like that's what she do. Like, look, we all have our ways of getting information. You yeah. be out here asking the townsfolk. I be fucking the townsfolk. Yeah. It's levels to this. She's shit. like, I be getting the real information because they ain't gonna lie to me after I put this thing on. Crazy. Um, I think I like uh, this episode because you get backstories on them. Like we find out Zenith was an S rank, right? She wasn't just a regular old fucking adventurer. Like she was a high fucking tier. Like she was an S rank. They were like, yo, we don't need to worry about her if they're split up. Mm-hmm. Like she'll be able to handle herself. And we knew obviously that we're adventurous stuff like that. Um, find so out then we know girl, the rest uh, of the Roxy family. strap. Yeah, <laughs> Roxy is now king. Guys, Ro- Ro- like, Roxy's an A class. He's like, hey, you trying to? Yo, we, we got room for one more. Like, nah, sorry. Try, we, need, we need we need a we need a mage. Like, yeah. you know, you looking for people? We looking for people? Like, what's let, let, let's link? Let's collab? She's like, for real, for real. <laughs> I'm too high class for y'all. Yeah. My fault. Like, nah, I say like Overwatch in the fucking. <laughs> I'm A class. The rest of y'all grandmasters out here playing with play. like no disrespect. Like I fuck with y'all, but like I appreciate not, the offer, but right? Like, like we not on the same. And her name ring bells. They were like, oh shit, oh, you're, you're Roxy. Roxy? <laughs> like, not Tough. No, 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 no. They asked her specifically, "Are you Roxy?" Da 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 da. Yeah, from Roxy Sus- yeah, yeah, you that? Oh, you, you that Roxy? Her name ring oh, bells, bro. You Roxy from Third Street. That's crazy. Um, we also find out Roxy is a hopeless romantic. Yeah, um, that was kind of nuts. I think it made <laughs> sense because she might honestly just be like a. Slightly older teenager in demon years, if we think about it. She is. Right? So it's like her being a hopeless romantic, because it seems like uh, Ella, whatever her name is, Alina? Elanice. Yeah. She's an elf. And like one thing that's consistent with elves across all universes is that they also live super long. Mm. So like she also might just be like, yeah, this is a child. You know what I mean? To Roxy. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like it is kind of crazy of them just being that close. Um, Who's that close? I don't think they're close like that. No, 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 no. From bumping into them. 
No, no, no. Confused. Right, because they, they, they definitely was around. From, oh, they were oh, around. The, yeah. Oh, they yes, were yes. around, but they just didn't like. Because like, you see like, it when like they Rudy first get into town, like yeah. they were, yeah. where they were both at the dock. They were coming off the boat as they yep. were trying to get and on. And think the boat. about yeah. this: like even like two thirds of his party were sparring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When Roxy saw them and yep. didn't see Rudy's, they even named him by name. He's like, "Oh yeah, you gotta watch out for Mad Dog, Elise." Yeah, but it's it's Rudyard. He says Rudyard. It's not Rudy, right? Yeah, got kennel kennel master. Yes, kennel master Rudger. Nah. Oh, and also I just realized the uh, when Rudy is walking through the alley and he hears the uh, people having sex, he's like, "Yeah, yep. I have to think about that later." Yeah. It was it was Elanice. Yep, crazy. So like, I really I love oh. when they do the different perspectives. Yeah, oh. when he's walking down the alley, because remember that she's running away down the alley. She goes across the alley. Right. She After runs she into the by. building. Yeah. He's walking, and the very next scene is him hearing it, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, I'm gonna have to think about that later." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy, man. I just, I'm just, they did a great job of merging like the two different uh, mm-hmm. stories. It was a really good job. Um, I didn't even think about that. And that's then here so we crazy. Get into the whole, I'm gonna go get uh, Rudyard, and then we're gonna see how it goes, and that's where we get. Into I'm gonna trust my boy Gat. This is a new nigga. See, I knew. New niggas is shady, bro. New niggas. This is oh, guy Gallus that we a, meet. Yes, in episode 13. Yep. Uh. Sorry, episode 12. Yes. At the end, he's like, yo, I can get your boy across. For real, for real. You just got to help me with a little job. And it's yeah. like, that's honestly, this felt like really GTA type level shit. Like something like a mission like, uh-huh. oh, yes. Some my Trevor fr- shit. My friend, like you just help me with this. I help you with that. I like, fuck with the fact that Roy Heard has a has a code. Like mm-hmm. he don't fuck with people fucking with kids, bro. Yeah. And that's that 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 becomes a beautiful thing as we see like later on. He's not a Wander Franco fan. Yeah. Like, 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 like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my God, my God, Rui here really be on some shit when it comes to this. Like, yo, anybody that want to fuck with kids, yeah, I'm gonna take you. Got to see me, mm-hmm. yeah. So basically, when homie gets get gets to the end, like like we about to get him back, like all right, yeah, we can see your man's across. You know, what I'm saying we got to put a little head cover on him. Rui here's like, yo, bro, there was six kids, bro. Tells Ru- right, tells yeah. Rudy tells Rudy like yo bro there was six kids one of them died because they was crying too loud. Oh, damn, bro. how you just skip over? You know, you got to get there first. Yeah, I'm saying because like now we got to the, the you get him o- you get him over. Then we they had to take the boat. Uh, Rudy and Eris had to take mm-hmm. the boat to get to that island. That was the last episode, dog. No, it's the same episode because they send Rejord across the island because remember it's two thousand whatever Greenpeace for him just him. They had enough money for Eris and. And, yes. and Rudy. Yes. So now they're going to that island right, to go get right. him and then also have to get the goods, right? Mm-hmm. I also like the little... Uh, the talk between them? The, uh, between Rudy and Eris on the boat? No, the talk where um, where he was going to sell the staff. Oh, oh yeah. That was a great talk. At, at was episode talk. 11, That was at, at 12. episode 12. Oh, okay. It was right before Dallas pulled up. Right. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, because he was basically telling him, like, yo, listen, don't do this, bro. Because yeah. if you do this, Eris going to be mad. Eris bought you this. Yep. And it's crazy. Like, like even going even the party, you're only right, thinking about me. Right. Exactly. And even going back, like, Rudy made it a big thing. Like, yo, Eris, you'm saying, don't buy nothing for me unless it's coming out of your own pocket, basically, mm-hmm. is, what, is, is what he was saying. So for him to go and sell something that Eris bought out of her own pocket, mm-hmm. it's like, it's not it's not conducive. Kind of contradictory. It's another, it's, it's another it's very, time. It's very conducive for the team, bro. It's conducive. another time where, like, uh, and this happened with uh, him and uh, Sylvie, where it's like, he's still thinking like a kid. Like, it's one of the few times where you go, oh, yeah, you didn't think about the entire picture. Mm-hmm. Like, you thought about what would happen if I got upset or I didn't think, but or like saving me, but you didn't think about Eris's feelings here. It was mm-hmm. the same way it would fracture us if you doing this, like the same way it would fracture her. So it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, 
yeah like you still got a lot to learn about the world you know what i mean like it was a reiteration of that but like going into that dungeon scene man wait hold on. can we oh, talk about that his, his, his desert island fantasy i thought that shit was hilarious that's so funny Bro, <laughs> the shipwreck and all that shit. Because at first I thought, oh shit, like this is actually, he's narrating what's happening. Like, oh, oh shit, they crash. And then I, it wasn't until they got to the island, I'm like, oh wait, now this is definitely his fantasy. And Nick was like, yeah, it's just two young, young lovers. Yeah. It's just sweaty. And then Nigga, first of all, Nigga woke up with a cup of coffee. If you're on a deserted <laughs> island, how you, how you got a cup Bro, of coffee? So nigga, you dressed in rags right now. How you got coffee? Rags of bitches, nigga. <laughs> 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 nah. Although I, d I don't know if it's foreshadowing or not, but could be. Eris's seasickness. I don't know. I always, I always see seasickness as like a uh, foreshadow thing. It was a way because no, no, they're no, gonna no, have no. to cross another. Because he did say we're gonna have to cross another sea to get home. It wasn't. It it, it wasn't how the seasickness came about. It was just the fact that like it happened in the time frame that it happened like based off of, like what they was talking about type mm. shit so i was like yeah. ah. I, don't, I don't i i i also you know it could be foreshadowing but i feel like i've seen sort of sea sickness as a theme of anime characters and other things yeah. and also here word um, of one piece no people, sick people one get piece. sick in one piece i don't know oh, it makes sense it's, mm. a sh it's a show about boats so that would be bad so um, so, so nobody more, in more one, so i think so of, nobody in one piece has ever gotten seasick as far as I know. Damn, the, that's the crazy. The whole show takes what? place on boats. How could you is... have someone be seasick if they got a fight on the ocean? I mean, well, yeah, this is... Points are made. There's people that... And they get... can't be good pirates if you get exactly. seasick. Exactly, so like... Can't be good pirates. Yeah. This is true. Um, I was thinking more of fairy tale, where like all of the... um In, in the show fairy tale, anyone who's like... Uh, they have like a dragon power... Um, for whatever reason, they get really bad motion sickness, mm. and they just thought they're like, "Oh, you're just being a bitch," but it's like it's something related to the dragon power. Anyway, just uh, a weakness. Um, just a weakness. This nigga, this nigga really I was had thinking, to go spank it out, and then he came back, and she was like, "Yo, you smell different." That shit was mad funny. I was like, "Oh shit!" But I was thinking more so what you're saying is how uh the the dwarf dude mm -hmm. um also got very seasick. The uh, so I don't know for, if it's with, like a fighter with, uh, type thing. Roxy's yeah. party, yeah. So it might be like a, a fighting type thing here. Maybe like really good fighters might be getting seasick or whatever it may be. Oh boy, that's not good. Um, but now are we in the dungeon? JT? Now we're now we're at the dungeons, getting okay. the getting the cargo. Yeah, I I liked again where they have that conversation and Ruger goes, bro. He was like, I know you don't want to do this. You don't want to kill. He's like, you don't have to. Like keep and Rudy's just like, nah, you're right. Like we'll do it. We'll do it. And he's like, yo you keep your hands clean for protecting Eris. Like, I'll dirty my... Like, this is my code. This isn't your code. Like, we're, we'll be all right. Mm -hmm. But, like, my son, Rudyard, was like, oh, it's time for y'all to pay your dues. And, you know, obviously, we, we get the whole thing. They, they go in their way. Um, it's a good thing my son learned all these languages. Yeah, he learned real beast, life. He learned beast real, people. Real life, knowing that the beast, beast people shit was very clutch. Because he wasn't trying to go with them, and then he was like, nah. Which is beast people for don't worry i'm your friend so i've been beast i've been reading are, i've been reading it too Africans, for real for real i mean beast that's that, that's Africans. that's what justin said i mean i don't know yeah. what, what, what was wait what about it. you said the beast people are africans yeah bro really they literally keep getting captured by like white people they keep getting captured by white people and taken away from their villages mm -hmm. and then being sold into things they could be native american native americans was getting taken by people they was getting sold U.S. U.S. Army was doing some heinous the, the shit. The Native Americans weren't taken elsewhere. They were there already. They just got enslaved. Taken to a different part of the U.S. <laughs> but, um, yeah, bro. It was, like, the whole thing where one homie pulled up and he was like, hey, 
what you doing with that dog? He was like, nah, that's that. a sacred beast. Bro, he yo. was like, he was like, yo, this is so, it reminded me of the, the thing in uh, Despicable Me where the little girl was like, mm-hmm. it's so fluffy. Yeah. As soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, my son's going to get a dog companion. And then next Bro, thing you know, awesome, like, oh, awesome we, get a, yeah. we get a dog, it's lit. Awesome, next thing you know, awesome, he got awesome, fucking taken. Awesome side shit. I really thought my son Rudy was about to get off because he yeah. went back for the dog, bro. Like, they really said, like, because once Roy Herb was like, yo, bro, there's nobody left behind. I said, yeah, it's over. He said, no enemies. No enemies. He's a like, because like, gar- he was an enemy. Guaranteed something like that. An enemy is crazy. So I'm like, yo, you know That's what? Fair. I'm but like, it, yo, Rudy about to get fucked up some way, somehow. Yeah. But it was foreshadowed, too, because that was the first creature he saw when he went into the, mm-hmm. the yeah. cells. He saw the dog first, then he saw the beast girl, and right. she was the one that ended up getting yeah. killed. Yep. So he's like, oh, yeah, let me just break this little force field right here oh hello dog what's going on i mean it was real. i thought the dog was gonna i thought it was gonna be like oh a suppression on the dog's like true nature mm. at first i thought once it broke down it was gonna turn into something like mm. wicked looking it's like nah and it was just it was a fucking puppy that's just a beast dog bro and you a see big old puppy. you see real recognize real mm-hmm. which is a foreshadow because like you know when you go to the village old girl was like hey the beast creature be he be with real niggas yeah she said and she was like the clearly way. you a real nigga i guess they said uh when the when it comes when it becomes mature, it goes off with a powerful adventure. Mm-hmm. So he spotted I, you know, him definitely. So that made me think that I was like, maybe season two has a bigger time skip. You know, at this mm-hmm. point, they were adventuring for over a year, mm-hmm. um, and then we get obviously like we can go into fourteen and fifteen somewhere together with Doldia Village, but like they spend three months in Doldia Village, right? <laughs> I think got got, but <laughs> he got it's a setup, bro. <laughs> episode fourteen nigga. was all the action. Right, we start off with that the whole setup shit, right? Like, um, the apartment. How do you like the apartment bro, sketch in the it, beginning? As soon as it did, I was like, "This motherfucker in jail." See, I thought. See, I didn't pick up on the jail thing until like maybe the very end. But I'm like, "Oh damn, he ended up. He talked himself out of it. He been living nice over Nigga, here, bro." Once they showed the fucking square shit, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, bro, he's locked up. Yeah, bro. He's locked up bad. Locked up. Won't let me out at all." It's just a random girl coming through, throwing water, dirt yeah. on him. You despicable person. Once I was like, it's rent free. I don't got to pay for nothing. I get three meals a day. Like, that's a I'm great way to lie. look at prison. That, that's the kind of prison that I would live in. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Now, when the the other dude came in, he's like, what are you in for? And he was like, I was cheating at dice. <laughs> what are you in for? I petted a dog. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, they've been talking about you. <laughs> they said, bro, they said you did more than pet the dog. <laughs> bro, why do they keep coming at my mans like this? Why do they keep going, yo, why are you horny for the dog? He's like, I'm just playing with the dog, bro. No, it's I've literally never seen a dog this fluffy before. I'm literally just petting it. Like, Bro, he's a it? kid playing with a puppy. And it's not like he's literally just playing with a bird. I didn't think it was that weird. No, not, he's, not even, he's not even old, bro. This nigga is like 12 or 13. So you know old. what it is? Like, it's he, because they said, yo, we saw that look on your face. And he was like, he was bro, like, that's just my regular face. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why, like, I thought it was interesting where he was like, oh, he's like, y-, when she was like, yeah, you have, like, you're having, like, you're giving off lustful, like, scent or whatever. And he's like, I'm not horny. Like, I'm literally just playing with the dog, bro. Like, what I, is good with you? I don't know. His scent got to be something crazy. Because even when he was, like, peeping on uh, mm-hmm. Eris and the, the two beast Well, kids, I guess the beast people could smell fucking. I like, guess it makes sense. No, yeah, she said, I can smell, I can smell, like, yeah, sex, the lust. like, lust thing. And he was like, shit. He went, are you sure it's not from just watching someone who loves beast <laughs> children having fun? <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's hilarious, bro. bro nah, his nigga definitely said that too. Yeah. That's the craziest nah, part. Nah, but he then, just went. Listen, I'm really thankful for you, like helping us save the village and the sacred beast. But he just went. 
if you touch my daughter, <laughs> I will fuck you up. It's but before, over. Before I that, so the, the new nigga's name is Geese, which I'm like, damn, they couldn't get another a better name for this nigga. But then it makes sense. But it makes sense. He's a funny guy though. I like I like Beast. I'm I'm Geese. I I'm very interested to see how he plays with the rest of the crew. Now we're a party of four now. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. But oh, you're talking about the white dude. Yeah, the white dude. That's oh. in the jail with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he is funny. Gallus ends up being Boss. the mastermind <laughs> of the whole child, child, and uh, is also a sword god. North god, uh, he got North god style. Mm-hmm. They call him glass to clean. That's why it was. I was thinking of glass cleaner in the episode because oh, his name is Gallus, right. and they Gallus, and his yeah. nickname is the cleaner. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, nice. And it also seems he was the one who trained uh, Galane. He was the one who got Arthur Village in that flashback. Yep. Which yep, is yep. kind of wild. Mm. Or it's a Galane. Galane been getting a lot of airplay in this episode. Bro, without... I hope my good sister's doing well. Yo, for real. Like, she. I, I, don't know I, where I, she is. I, I really do, because we met her entire family. Mm. Like, not her entire family, but basically her. We met her brother and her nieces. We met her people. So, yeah, now we've, now we've met Roxy's people and now Galane's people. And then um, the big plot at the end of episode 14. Oh, boy. R.I.P. a real one. Grandpa Greyart. Yo. Mm. Yo. That was so messed up. How he get blamed for the mana shit? That it, don't make it, no it, sense. It's so it's crazy like because, they, because they, they, was just like, talk, they was just talking about their grandfather like right before. The scene, no, like, the little scene is I can't wait to tell yeah, grandpa, grandpa about this shit. Yeah, bro. Like Very, he's going to be mad jealous. Yep. Um, also, but like I realized this shit is like, um, I forgot what they called it in the Avengers, but this is like when Thanos snapped and half the people went away. Yeah. Like, this like, whole, somebody had to be held accountable. Like, somebody had. To, they said you. Be, they you said gotta, you gotta go for the greater good, man. Well, basically, no, basically, he to do? basically, he's Cuomo. See, that's that's bullshit. Because it's like, what was he? Basically, he's Cuomo. He they was said probably you chilling it. at home. Cuomo the man shit happened. Cuomo is so crazy. <laughs> well, what was I supposed to do? He mismanaged the crisis. Yeah, definitely. What, yeah. I don't think I anybody was prepared for a man of crisis like this. Like. I agree, but it was clear I, he had to be set up by That's those what dudes, I'm thinking. bro. Those dudes who were like, I mean, "Oh, be- let your your dude Darius be in charge." Da da da. Yeah, they was trying to get him out the pain for a minute. Mm-hmm. Then they, this was just a good excuse. Yeah, but so I'm like, to me, that just goes, "Oh, there's so many avenues that this story can go." Right? Obviously, the the immediate is them getting back home, but then, so like that's one main storyline. The other ones are we have to find Rudy's family. Yep. <laughs> the other one is now. Now he's gonna have to be a part of a coup because it seems like that family is has lost power, so they're gonna have to get the yeah, crown back. Now, Eris because that is Eris's crown. Eris's dad is now in charge of no that house. No, well, just the house, not mm-hmm. the not the gray arts in general. But like, who takes over the mansion and shit? Well, I don't know about that, but at the end of the day, they don't have the political standing anymore. Yeah. Wait. They literally no. said, "Let the your no, servant no, no, Darius no, no, no. take over." Wait, no, 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 no. Hold on, time out. Wait, Eris's pops is a gray rat, right? Yeah, yeah. So then I would assume that it would be him. No, no but it's in terms of like the the city and everything like yeah. that. Like the house gray art, like the family. It's the brother that's the, the big head of the, the house. Head of the, oh. But her grandfather was a big wig in terms of yeah, like the her grandfather city. was like the governor. Yeah, like oh. he was a person of political power. Mm-hmm. Now they got him out the paint for whatever reason because mm-hmm. niggas is probably jealous that he has a whole mansion full of beautiful, attractive beast people <laughs> that may or may not be. You know, but it may not be, but so this guy was kind of a big shakeup. So shit, like when they get back home, shit might be in, like John said, yeah. in chaos. They might have to be like, yo, as soon as he boots on the ground, we got to form a coup. So now we have literally three big storylines, like potential Man. main storylines, main arc level storylines. Indeed. Um, 
we have the one that we're currently in of getting back home, but we still have those two other big ones, right? Damn. And we still have the little, I guess, side thing of like, you know, Rejured and like clearing the uh, whole mm -hmm. root superb name. I feel whatnot. like that's like a um, just an anecdote. That's like, like no, no, no. It's like, when, it's like when you're playing a, a like a single player game, and it's like you have your story missions, and then you have the one that's gonna take you like that you got to do by the end of the game. Yo, oh, you know what this reminds me of? It's a side. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what this reminds? So is this is the Rejured shit just Red Dead Redemption? You're um. Your your rating like hero or villain like low key. The bar. <laughs> it's it's literally like um there's ones where it's like oh like it, it pretty much is it's like do you want to just kill civilians your honor you be, yeah. basically your honor status pretty much <laughs> and then it's like the main missions are like get back home get yeah. political power back find your family but like the honor thing kind of affects like how people react to you when you right. go yes, into town exactly and shit. exactly <laughs> exactly that's a fact. So uh, did we get episode fifteen where it's just like now we're now, at episode fifteen? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Episode fifteen was um, it was coming back to Eris. We haven't done a thing of Eris's growth in a while, so that was to me what episode fifteen was was showing her plot mm. progression this and just was, like she's teaching the kids. This was a perfect episode for Eris. Yes. Because it shows like kind of how everybody else kind of went through Eris, mm -hmm. but just not from Eris's point of view. Let's put it like that, right? I have no idea what you. Okay, mean. I'll, I'll, I'll okay bet. I'll get more into detail. So, Eris, right? So, Eris was unteachable. She was uncoachable. Mm. She was all of these things. Problem child, yes. Problem child. Mm -hmm. Big, fat problem child, right? Yes. North James Harden. Eris is now put in a position where these kids... They don't want to learn. They don't want to learn a sword. Sword. Just they, the one. They, just the one. Yeah, just the one. Well, that's the one that she ends up teaching. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, so the girl does, doesn't want to learn. Tona. And, and, and Tona. Tona is a great name, by the way. Um, so yeah, so they don't want to learn the sword. And yeah, she come through, teach them a little something, and of course, like you know, Eris, you know, piss her, piss her off a little bit, <laughs> type shit. But yeah, that, that's yeah. I think uh, the the couple things I, I think. Uh, Galane being what seemed like leaving as a disgrace in there was really interesting when they first mentioned the name. No, but I want to know more about like why. What we find Sun out? Well, yeah, they tell us. They tell. They tell us. She was a, she was a wild boy. She was a wild. She was Eris. Well, that's what I was saying. Yo, high key. She was dead ass Eris. That, that makes sense as to why Galane like mm. one they they understand each other and why they like they have that connection already because mm. like. Galane was literally Eris. She didn't want to fucking learn to speak. She didn't want to do any school stuff. She didn't do any of that. She was just like, and she was supposed to. She, was, she didn't want to learn the sword. Yeah, she and didn't want to do any. Turns out she ends up becoming a sword king. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Well, I mean, she got a well, not, not abducted, but a random ass like yeah. Y'all gonna let a random ass swords person take your your, your was the no the traveling swordsman? And they were like, she's nope. refusing to be a part of the village. The brother said like so. it was kind of a relief that she left. Yeah, like yeah. I know it's crazy. Yeah, so crazy. crazy, so crazy to mm -hmm. me. So that's kind of interesting that the gift that she gave her to quote unquote keep the wolves away mm -hmm. was actually her family mm -hmm. or her tribe's like crest, like yeah. ring. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I thought that was interesting that it ended up being Callus who was the one who who took her. Mm -hmm. So it was like that's. I guess it could be like that was when he first found the village. You know what I mean? And then he found it. He's like, oh, then I found the bills. Oh, now I can start shit. stealing these Look fucking kids. Look at all these uh, yeah. little kids that I can sell. Um, so that's why this is where I was just like, damn, I wonder if season two they get older and then they take the do the dogs matured and is now part of their party as well because mm. we see them leaving. Um, the other things there are we learn about the uh, the great powers. Yeah. When they walk past that tablet in the forest and then he explains that there's like a great power. Oh, the seven great, yeah. uh, seven great niggas. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So we learned about that, and they go, "Oh, they know. They don't know if the top four were dead or alive." 
but one of the top four we've already seen, right? Because it was the dragon, probably. Nigga. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Dragon, definitely. Yeah. Um. So like that was that was interesting, but uh, like I said, like I think this one is Eris's plot progression in the we see her now she's in a position of teaching. She teaches them mm-hmm. English. She teaches them the sword. We also go when like, even Rudy, even my fault, not to cut you up, no, but I, but good. like even Rudy is was like, yo, look at my student teaching. Mm-hmm. I'm the rest so of the, proud. Yeah, and I'm, then you would yeah, think that now yeah. she'll have more understanding and be more accepting to teaching because she'll be like, oh, this shit was hard. And um, it was funny. It's like a first grader teaching a first grader because she speaks to them on like a very first grade like level of beast. And then they <laughs> speak. She's teaching them English. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And then um, also like when they get into the fight. And he was like, oh, you held back. Yo, great and she point, was like, bro. Of great course point. I held back. Great and point, bro. Like, that just showed that, like, she's like, of course I held back. But, like, anyone said. a year ago. Three, years, been, three years ago, Eris would have put her in the dirt. Exactly. Bro, of course. And that's why, like, the of course I held back. It, it's the of course. Mm-hmm. That's the. That's he has what, no concept of how much he's grown. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, like, of course, like, why, why wouldn't I held yeah. back? I'm, like, her teacher. Like, yeah. fuck. Exactly. She'd be like, she's a fucking kid. Like, <laughs> And that's a credit to... Not only Ghislaine, but also the Rudy, bro. Mm-hmm. Real mm-hmm. life, because, you know what I'm saying, when people teach you patience, that's how you learn it. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't just, it, it's not something that is ingrained in you. It's something that, it has to be taught to you, bro. Yeah. That, bro. Was the whole, that was the whole concept of this episode, because it was, we saw in person the growth of Eris, but then mm-hmm. we also, by word of mouth, Rudy talking to Ghislaine's brother, yeah. and he was like, yeah, like, I taught her magic, and I taught her how to read, and arithmetic, and I taught her to write, and he's like, Bro, what? Like, not the Ghislaine I know. Mm-hmm. Like, she couldn't do shit. He's like, yeah. nah, like, some people can change, bro. Mm-hmm. Some Gotta people can change. He did say that, bro. He mm-hmm. did say that. He did say that. Oh, we love to see it, man. And like- I think another underrated conversation in this entire episode was the one that um the little girl's pops, mm-hmm. Ghislaine's brother, mm-hmm. had with her. Basically, like, mm-hmm. just trying to tell him, like, listen, like, Yo, all about when he when she left the village, right? Exactly. Like basically saying that, like, yo, like they're about to leave, and you don't know what the next time you're gonna see them again is. Like, listen, you're gonna be, you could be mad as much as you want, but that's not gonna change the reality of what is actually going on yeah. here. You don't want to live with that regret. Like, exactly. Then, you, then you're gonna be like me and my sister. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I fuck and I and I fuck with son a lot because even him, like, he went from a point of growth from like, damn, Ghislaine, she really wasn't shit to now people is like standing up for her like yo mm-hmm. she really is like that to now you know what i want to spar with you because i want to see what galane really got you into that was shit. a tough scene because yeah, they literally bro. just one like ching. Yeah. he's like wait did i miss it i thought it was gonna be one of those where like um when that happens and it's like the other person's fine but the weapon crumbles i thought so that i thought too. one of their swords was just gonna crumble and they'd be like oh that's how you decide who won but um nah like that that was a good scene and it literally teed up another era's growth moment of her yeah. forgiving Tona yeah. and like having that sort of bigger conversation of being like no nah, I understand da, 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 and like leading leading with that but nah man that's a good point like this was a that's what I'm saying like yeah I feel it's like, a little slower but like yo this I, a lot. I like it these uh, these past no these past six episodes have been very very slow yeah. I picked up a lot from them it makes me want to watch the next three like now it does not make me want to watch the next three now but I'm hoping that the next three now are lit. That's fair. But still, like, still, we got a lot of content from these three episodes. I'm hoping for the best. That's where my head is at. All right. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I'm not like my. I'm excited. Yeah, I, 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 like I, I I could binge this whole shit right now mm-hmm. if I wanted to. Like, it's just just 
I mean, Rudy, I don't know. It's just, you know what it is? I bench with Rudy so much. I just want to know what funny thing he's going to say next episode. Like, I, I bangs with Rudy. Patience is a virtue, Ma. I bangs with Rudy a long way. He's Ma's hilarious. Like me when I couldn't watch baseball because baseball is too slow of a sport. <laughs> Eris is funny. Uh, Not so much Richard. He's just kind of there. It's just like the, the I mean, guy. And but. he's also been the voice of reason. Yeah, but he's not as fun. No. But Rudy and Eris, that tandem, they're hilarious. Yes. They are hilarious. I'm also interested to see, like, what ends up happening, like, if we get another Paul sighting as well. I know, like, he's not that yeah, big his of a whole, character, his, but. First off, his whole family is, like, MIA right now. Yeah. I think we, I yeah, think we, me and you spoke daughter. about this last time when it was just me and you, but, yeah. like, for real, like, everybody's gone. It's like, only the, which daughter is it? Uh, The daughter he had was Xena, Norn. So, the, Paul has... Two daughters. Two daughters, one boy. The boy is Rudy. Yes. The two daughters are what again? Uh, It's Norn. Yes. And I don't remember Lilia's daughter's name. Okay. The bastard child. Um, All right. Well, yeah, they're they're all gone. And that's why, like, they're trying to... And he goes, that whole letter shit in that opening sequence was, that was wild. Yeah, that was... Where he was like, uh, bro, I, he was like, Rudy, like, I know you can handle yourself. I'm going to have to put off searching for you because I have to find the people who can't take care of themselves. To anybody that's listening to this, watching this... I know I'm a fucked up nigga, right? Bro. But oh, I need your help right now. Everyone <laughs> hates Paul, but they still respect it. That's why that, that Roxy in the beginning, she's like, damn, these people seem to not fuck with Paul, but like they're still here to look for his kids. So I feel like Paul is someone that they can respect, but they don't like because he'd be fucking everybody. That, so I was just thinking, I'm like, is the only reason why niggas don't like Paul is because he just fucks mad bitches? I think so. Yeah, but he'd be, that's... He'd he'd fuck probably, everybody. But he probably fucking other people's yeah. bitches, too. It's, it, yeah. it's not a matter of if you fuck bitches. This is bitches that you fuck, bro. That's Are what you're saying, speaking yeah. from the heart right now? Yeah, facts. Yeah. Okay. You yeah. you sympathize with Paul. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't know. That implies that you might have been breaking bro code, because it seemed like that's what Paul was doing. Yeah. Well, was Paul, See, well why you, why you feel like Paul was because breaking bro code? Because why would anybody... Else would they be mad why would, that he's getting bitches? Why would mad people be upset that Paul is fucking bitches outside of probably said bitches? Like, why would niggas either, hate Paul? He, exactly. Outside of just like, oh, he fucks bitches. And the people like, he fucks with, not random strangers yeah. who are just like, that dude's fucking bitches. Like, everybody knows. He, the people he's part strong of his group. Too. Because and he the protects the village. Is, the problem is, is that if you are Paul's friend and you have sisters, there you go. Oh, it's true. So there is it, is fucking a boy's sister not breaking a bro code? Yeah. That, no. I'm so a, that's why I'm asking you. No, no, no. That's... Without, without I said permission. that. I, I said that's a problem. No, 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 no. Not without permission. You don't fuck your bros. But that's what I was sister. saying. Nah, You're but, saying but, you sympathize with like no, someone who's breaking bro. Wait, 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 hold no, on. No, no. Y'all are both In telling. Real life, wait, wait. Yes. Shut up. Y'all yeah, are yeah. both telling me two different things. Mm. So you're telling me it's okay if I fuck my man's sister. In this world, yes. I'm tell, I'm only speaking in the anime concept of like these type of like Justin, worlds, Justin, not in real life. If you killed my sister, like not like killed, but like, if you killed my in sister in real life, yes, you have the, you have rights to kill me. He, what, what would be worse if he gave her a wacky dick or good dick? What is wrong with John? You? What is wrong What's with worse? for real? Like John, what? What, what am, give him some more water. What, what, what is wrong with you? I, it's, listen, it's, what? It's, it's <laughs> what? No, listen, it's what? No, it's not one no, of those. No, listen, I put it in the same category of question where it's like gay son dot daughter that thing where you just go if you're if you know your boy is gonna fuck right. your sister would you rather be so gay bad? son because at I'll least play. i know i might be still be able Listen, to go to the league in football i'm gonna play coy with this maybe i'm gonna play coy with this because <laughs> michael sam <laughs> if jt gave my sister whack dick i would never hear about it because she's been like yo listen like you know or she would shame him no probably not not my sister my sister wouldn't do that she'd just be like ah, it's whack. Hmm. like whatever she would never mention it but if it was good 
Then I'll have to hear about it. I'd be able to be like, I'd be have to be like, be like wow. how's your friend Justin I to, doing? I have to pull Justin over at the side of the game, be like, yeah, my nigga, like, yeah, you just had 26. I gotta talk to you though. <laughs> yeah, my nigga, my sister, she's not really happy with what you got going on right now. And I ain't gonna lie, like, you know what I'm saying? I know you a colleague and shit, but a colleague? I'm about to fuck your money up. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. Oh, damn. So I oh, mean, what I was saying. And so you're telling me in this hypothetical situation, I'm smashing your sister while also in a relationship? Well, I mean. This is nuts. I'm just imagining you in a relationship because you've always been in a relationship as long as I've known you. Basically, as long as I've known you. Basically, so. Majority. No. I wouldn't say as long, but You've majority. only known me without a relationship for two years. That's what I said. Okay. Yeah. So and majority you, of the time I'm, you've and, known you yeah, in a relationship. Oh, yeah, I was agreeing. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's what What, what I was saying. saying was you saying you sympathize with Paul where it seems Paul be breaking bro code, insinuating that you break bro code. And I was just like, wait a minute. What's going See, now, on here? Now, here, here's my explanation of to it. And I'm only speaking in terms of, like, their world because we've seen people try and marry their mothers, daughters, whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. off to somebody. Like, we even saw a few episodes ago when Eris's mom was like, oh, you're going to, Rudy, I love you so much. You're going to marry Eris. Mm-hmm. So it's like, got you, got you, this got you. in this world, I feel like the family member situation isn't as pressing because people, and feudal especially times. because, and be, yeah, feudal times, and because like, oh, this is a sword god, whatever, or whatever his style is, he's a strong person. I want that person to be part of my family. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a great father to my grandkids or my sister, and we're gonna have a great family and a powerful house. And also, mm-hmm. in all fairness, though, we learn more about the Rudius household. I mean, not the, the Rudius, Rat. the Gray Rat household, yes. and how like them niggas be moving. Them, well, not necessarily how they be moving, but more so like, all right, like they're a little bit more like distant than we might have originally thought. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Arison, Arison, Rudy, like they're cut, they're cousins, cousins, but oh, they are cousins, rel- but apparently relatively distant cousins. Based off of what we... Well, I mean, a nigga who's been uh, in the cut of his, his whole life. second cousins, he, I think. So yeah. I believe technically. He didn't know he had cousins until his pops was like, yeah, I'm going to send you off to my brother. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay. It's not his brother. It's not his brother? I think they're cousins. So it's his cousin. They're second cousins. That's okay. what I'm saying. So that oh, makes and Rudy so and Eris like third cousins? Third? No, they're second cousins. So wait. Rudy and Eris are second cousins. So Hold what on. is Paul and... and they the are cousins. Ones. So if they're cousins, all right, wait. Remember, oh, Paul's on. brother is the head of that line of the Grey Rat. House. Okay, and then oh, okay, yes, yes. Yeah, 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 so yeah. that's why he's like, right. oh, he's kind of like my uncle. It's I just, just be calling everybody cousins. I don't mean getting into that second, third. Agreed, but like white people do. Yeah, that's true. So, but I, I just be, oh, that's my cousin over there. Yeah. So, all right, so they're cousins. Like my yeah. mom's cousins are my uncle. Mm-hmm. I don't look at them and go, those are my second cousins. Yeah. Still, Rudy kind of fat, bro. That's your cousin, bro. You're out here, your cousin out here promising you yams. I mean, I get it. Feudal times, bro. Feudal times, but like, damn. You need to go get yourself a beast creature, bro. For real, for real. Or he got Sylphie waiting. See, that that time skip is about to be something. I already know what what the writers and the animators are about to do to this show. This this next time skip is about to be heinous. I don't even, I'm not even mad at, I'm not even mad at it, though, because I feel like every time skip has had, like, No, we're thinking two different things at this time skip. And I know, exactly, I know exactly, I know exactly what, you're what you're thinking, but you don't know what I'm thinking. John knows what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. It's about to be net. That you're, time skip for Sylphie, the time skip for Eris, the time skip for when they go back to the Beast it's Village. It's about to be One Piece-esque. Because know, you know they're going back to the Beast Village because old boy is going to take, Ghislaine's uh, brother is going to take over as chief. You already you oh, already know after yeah. that time skip. He's going to have to come back for the dog. Exactly, yeah. So you know when they come back, which will probably be like maybe three or four years, he's going to be the chief because the old chief probably died. Yo, what if they come back... To help raise an army to take over the city so they can get their power back. 
Mm. That nigga about to fiend over Tona. I already, I, right? I, I already think know about how it. Think about it, right? Because one, we know that the Grey Rat family, they love the Beast people in general. Yes, they do. So they already have a relationship with the Beast people. They have a connection through Ghislaine, and they mm -hmm. go, we need people to help get our, yeah. our fortune and family back. So it's, like, it's like some Game of Thrones type shit. Mm. Yes, sir. It's like, oh, you know what it is? Like Jon Snow going to the Free Folk when he went past the wall. Mm -hmm. yeah, good comparison. This is this what it is. The only it difference is, is, like, nobody's fucking the Beast people, but we do have a teacher. We have that connection with uh, Tona and, uh, you know. I did think it was Eris. interesting um, with uh, when they were trying to steal the kids from the village, how they lit the fire so they couldn't smell. Yes. And once he caused it to rain, he was like, oh, y'all are, he's like, y'all are food now that I can smell. That is an interesting uh, plot point for the Beast people in mm -hmm. terms of, like, at least they're warriors. Now we know. Mm -hmm. It's literally like, um, the, the, it's not the same because it's a power that they have but it's similar to where like part of the vikings code of honor was on sundays they bathed so everyone understood that on sundays we did not fight mm. so that was sort of how the english ended up beating the vikings because they they fucked them up on the sunday damn the patriots beat the Pretty vikings much. like that that's crazy that's that's wild yes sir all right Football. um there's one more thing that i was gonna say and i forgot what it was but what i will say is that nope don't got it Right. Um, <laughs> so with that that's pretty much it for ABC. Um, it was definitely nice to be back in the studio with y'all fellas, back back at full strength doing both anime segments. Yeah, it was okay. Um, go fuck yourself. Um, but uh, if you guys are following along with us, watch episodes uh, fifteen, sorry, um, sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen for next week. Uh, and then also, like Miles said earlier, JJK episodes three and four if you haven't already. Um, as we are in that catch up process. But um, that's it for us, <laughs> and we will catch y'all next week. <laughs> I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold-blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion.